Blog Talk Radio. Yes. We are celebrating. If you're Italian, you would be celebrating. If you're Gavasco. Ganguly, yeah, oh. your MS Dooney, you would be pretty great. Yes, indeed. Good afternoon to you, Mr. Heat, once more. And we just so happy that you're able to be up and doing. And I don't know if it's your team that won today, but I'm sorry to say Italy came to Wembley and took took the, the championship away from England. What say you? Well, yes, it's... I should say that is more likely my family's team because I have all my family there in London and I know all morning the uh, messages back and forth have been in anticipation of going away with the cup. Unfortunately, yes. not to be. So, yeah, there will be a lot of disappointed family members I, this afternoon. I, I, I bet what you're going to hear in the news is three colored 
folks who have missed the penalties too? You know, um, well, it's <laughs> unbelievable that they should three in a row should miss penalties like that. Yes, normally, three in a row, and all you know. I, I would have yes. thought that that guy should have gotten a penalty. I, I, I thought that um, the Sterling should have gotten a penalty. I think he's yeah, well, more, yeah, but I, things, things happen. It, it, on the replay, it didn't look too clean. You know, it didn't look like a, a, a foul, really. So I, I'm not totally surprised. I thought he, you know, he made more of it than it was. He's complaining, yes. He, he does mm, know I'm the sure but, but let's get on the way. I know we are hoping to hear from one all our panelists, hopefully. And then we will be doing a special this evening, of course. We hope our friends will. But before we do even say that, let's give God, God thanks and praise for his giving us an opportunity to be able to do another show. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you and we thank you for your giving us this opportunity to make it possible for us to do another show. We pray, Father, that you may just grant us the will to continue for a number of years to come. We pray for the ones who have supported us, the ones who have made it possible for us to do the show, financially and otherwise. We are grateful for all the help that you have given over the years and trust that you will just continue to bless us, bless our listeners and bless all the panelists and bless the ones who come on and support us in any way whatsoever. We ask your continued blessing and healing touches on our dear friends, namely my wife Eunice, my dear brother Dr. Lashley, Connie Whitley, my niece, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Murtris Nisbet, El Camino Willett, Wentworth, Francis, Dennis Kelman, Iselma Cornelius Ralston Otto, Joseph Guntrup, Willis Daniel, and Mona Daniel, Fillmore Hall Pike, Dr. Roger Brown, Earl Stevens, and all the others who have not expressed their concerns, Lord, we pray for them. We pray for all the ones who are ill. And trust that you may just touch their bodies, heal them from the bottom of the feet to the top of their heads. Trust that you may just continue to look after fallen brothers. You have work left for them to do. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. And in a while we will just make way to bring in anything special that you want to mention to us? Well, today, today seems to be a day for uh, celebrate. well, not just celebration, but noted accomplishments, you know. We mm-hmm. talk about tennis, uh, Djokovic and his record and Barty. Then, of yes. course, last Lionel Messi finally got his winner's medal. Okay. And, uh, Trinidad and Tobago did a good job with Mexico. They drew nil-nil. So we have lots to uh, be pleased about on this particular Sunday in our discussions. Let's bring in our brother, dear Audley Watson. He's in. Come on in, Sir Audley. How are you, sir? Yeah, good evening, Mr. Francis, and good evening, to Mr. Heat, turn up the heat in the yeah. place, and to all my fellow panelists, uh, all the other fellow panelists, it's good evening to you, and for audience throughout the world, it's good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you all. Yes, a beautiful Sunday evening here in my neck of the woods, and we're looking forward to have a wonderful show, 
um, as Dennis already outlined some of the things that happened today. Outside of cricket, but, you know, sports, we all share those um, glory. You know, when someone is rejoicing, you rejoice with them that rejoice, and you mourn with them that mourn. So we celebrated all those great winners um, today. And we look forward to having a wonderful show. Yes, indeed. Maruba, um, okay, Maruba, right. um, yes, she uh, just spoke to John, and uh, she they are on their way home as, as we are speaking yes. right now. So she'll be back at home momentarily. So okay, she's doing, doing reasonably well. Yes. Yes, yes. We're grateful to hear from her and glad that she's back home in her own bed. Just want to welcome, we want, we want you all to put your hands together to welcome Murtry. She's, she's in with us yes. as usual. Say good We're evening. Here. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. For, <laughs> I was listening on, the, on my iPad. Yes, I said, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> well, I hope you all had a beautiful Sunday. Yes, and now we just yeah, well, climax in with a good cricket show. Well, I don't know if Audley was watching the 10th soccer game today out of England, the championship finals. But it was gripping. I just watched a part of the penalty, the final part there, where, where um, both of them missed and uh, Italy won. Italy won in penalty mm-hmm. kick. Yes, yeah. it was. It was in Florida. It was exciting, you know. But okay. <laughs> yes, indeed. I didn't so get to see it. And how is it at your neck of the wood? Your mom and everybody else are they okay? <laughs> Everybody's doing fine, thanks. And okay. We have a, yeah, you had a funeral had yesterday. Son now. Yes, my cousin passed, La Voice Wallace. Mm-hmm. So, for the well, beautiful send Thank you. Okay. Beautiful send Sad but joyous. Thank you so much, Mr. Dennis. Yes, indeed. We are sympathies extended to you and all your relatives and friends who are mourning. First, I'm hearing about it. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Oh, it I um, yesterday. Mm-hmm. We, okay. okay. we, we mm. sent him off yesterday. Sorry about you that. Him off but... like this. Correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. So life is like that. Mm-hmm. Life is like that. Every day you get up, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't but, know. So you just yeah. got to take yes. it one day at a time. One day at a time. And maybe each day as it were you last. Only, do you mm-hmm. have the inside edge? First, uh, uh, up at this point, and then I'll go into the outline while I get myself Okay, In, inside, inside edge for today. Do you know what it's like to, you know, you, you have your teammates and you, you wrap together in the, living, in the uh, dressing room. You go together on the field, but sometimes something unusual really happens. Like, for instance, um, Jai Surya, Summit Jai Surya and Marley Teran, they played in 90 test matches together. And you know what? They have never batted together. 90 test matches, and they have never had a batting partnership. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Second one, the, uh, and the second is um, Herschel Gibson and Tini. Um, they, they, they shared um, the same match 10, 64 times, and they have, they have never batted together. And in third place, Alistair Cook and Graham Swan. 60 test matches. Mm-hmm. And they have never 
shared a batting partnership. So that's the record. Charles Theorem or Literal, 90 test matches, they've never batted together. Herschel Gibbs, mm-hmm. Antini, 64. Sir Alistair Cook and Graham Swan, 60 matches, they've never batted together. Yeah, we got it. Inside yeah, edge. Always interesting. But gentlemen, let's go into the outline because West Indies are two up against Australia. Who will believe that West Indies would have won? And they won the final match by losing only four wickets, scoring 196 from their 20 overs. When Australia batted, they were bowled out for 140 in the 20th over. West Indies winning by some 56 runs. And of course, by now, most of you will know that West Indies had won the first T20 as well by 18 runs. That too was a shocker to many because West Indies scored a mega 145. That was the shock. That was, that was the shock. <laughs> yes, it was a shocker. West Indies restricted the Aussies to 127. All out in the 16th over. And they were cruising. They were cruising like if they were going to be knocking the runs off in the 10th over. And lo and behold, they were cut down by by young McCoy. And, of course, Hayden Walsh Jr., who got four and three weeks consecutive. I mean, respectively. West Indies are 2-0 two, two up in the five-match series. Can they win the series? Because they have a tendency sometimes to start good and then just forgot what they did and just give way. But this time it seems as if they have a plan. And the West Indies women, the ladies are doing very well. The ladies, they, they talk, they, they, the senior team is doing very well because after having won the series against Pakistan in the T20 matches, they are now two matches up against South Africa ladies. More on that are to follow. England women and India women are at it at the T20 stage. England women leveled the series today when they beat they beat um, the English women by eight runs. Scores India women 148 for four. England women 180 140 And of course the first match England won by eight runs. Or 18 runs on the Duckworth Lewis method. England scored 177 for seven. And India women, they were 54 for three in a shortened um, reply. South Africa, they are touring Ireland. And the first match went on today. And the match was a no contest. Ireland scored 194 for six, it was. Let's make sure. 100, yes, they were 100, and yes, they, but the match ended in a no result. 195 for four, and in the 41st over, and the match rain came and prevented any further play. In there, uh, due to um, tour England, starting August the 4th until September the 14th, they were playing five test matches. And Pakistan will be touring the West Indies, as we you all know. They will be playing two test matches and five T20s, July the 27th to August the 24th. India is presently touring Sri Lanka 
they were playing three ODIs and three T20s, July 17th to July the 27th. Mm-hmm. Pakistan uh, playing England presently. The tour has commenced since June, July the 8th. And England won by nine wickets. The first, first ODI, the second ODI was was due to be played at Lord's on the 10th. And let me tell you the result of that. England made 247 in the 46th over. Pakistan made 195 in 41 over. So England winning there by 52 runs. More are to follow. And Zimbabwe and Bangladesh are playing the first test match. And it went, Bangladesh went down by 220 runs. Scores Bangladesh, 468 and 284 for one. Zimbabwe, 276 and 256. And just to tell you a little bit about um, young man out of um, Kyle Mears. He is in England playing in the T20 Blast. And I'm sure some results will be coming in shortly for him. And Hayden Watch had a good two-match series. And uh, obviously, we'll be going through. Just want to tell our listeners also that at the top of the hour, we will be doing a special on Sonil Gavaskar. Yeah, strange thing about Sonil Gavaskar, Suraj, Suraj Ganguly and MS Dhoni. They were all born in July. And Sonil Gavaskar was born in June, June the 10th, no, July the 10th, 1949. Ganguly was born July the 8th, 1972. And M.S. Dhoni, M.S. Dhoni was born on the 7th of July, 1981. And you know, when when Antigua had its independence, Dhoni was only about six months old. Can you believe it? <laughs> but he's going to be an, an awesome man. I know you have something to say, Mr. Heath. Go right ahead. Oh, well, the uh, remarkable there when you think about it, how times did it catch up with most of us there? Mm-hmm. You know, I dare not say what I was up to in 1981. <laughs> At any rate, uh, we will certainly be happy to um, dig a little deeper into the uh, batting and cricketing history of these three illustrious gentlemen. And so yes. we're looking forward to that this afternoon. Yes, indeed. And while we wait for, to go into the anniversary and birth, uh, Walter Henry anniversary and birthday hour, we can just just uh, take our time to use another 10, 15 minutes. So, 20, yeah. well, we have 21 minutes before that time comes. We can just talk about something that might have been of interest and something in your mind. We can probably well, cover you know, the West Indies. 11 yes, minutes, I mean, not I, 21. 11, 11 not 21. 11, 11, yes, 11. Correct, <laughs> 11. Yes, well, that's right. In, in terms of the West Indies, I, mean, I, I can say that in the first match, West Indies bat as if they were in a five-day test series. You know, clearly they were nervous and lacked application in their approach, if you saw the way they approached this thing. Fortunately, Hetmeyer and Russell 
that it stabilized the ship and took the total to 146 in that first match. And 146 really did not appear to be a winning total. And Australia, with 10 overs remaining, needed just 38 runs with five wickets in hand. But a magnificent spell of bowling by McCoy, Walsh, and Allen took the heat or the heart of the Australian middle order. Australia lost six wickets for 19 runs to finish short. Now, in the second T20, the West Indies' performance, with the exception of a couple of drop chances, was exceptionally polished and superbly executed. This was an all-round performance of noteworthy efforts and work rate by a team attempting to show case dominance. Once again, the West Indies bowlers and batting lived up to expectations. They were strong all-round contributions. Simmons, Hetmeyer, Bravo, and Russell displayed maturity and grit. Hetmeyer, 61, Bravo, 47, were skillfully executed, and Russell carried on where he left off in the last match. Simmons had guts and character, and once more, our bowlers did their work skillfully with outstanding performances. Walsh also carried on where he left off in the first match, claiming three for 29. He was ably supported by all West Indian bowlers who kind of chipped in and shared the wickets. The fielding assistance with the noted exception above, was strong. So I say, well done, West Indies. With performance like this, you will make a fan out of me yet. That's my mm-hmm. uh, take on that uh, T20. Uh, couldn't do it. I couldn't do it any better, but I just want to add that the batting or the, the arrangement of the change of the batting was significant in the final match when Brava came out to stay in the middle order. And it just been note it must be also noting that, that Puran took over as the captain because of injuries to of course to Pollard. So it makes you, know, you wonder it makes you wonder what what will happen when Pollard is fit and back and ready. Will the captaincy reverse to Pollard or will they leave yes, it with Puran? I think I think they'll reverse it back to Pollard. He has been I, I don't named. think there's I don't think there is even need to speculate on that one. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no, definitely no doubt about that. But, uh, yeah, but surely, I, I was going to say though not. that I, I just figure that I think they erred against against um, South Africa not using Walsh at least for at least one test. He made a big, big difference in these two matches. The guy has has the ability to save a number of runs in the outfield, and his catching is superb. And, of course, his bowling, as a leg spinner, you're going to expect that a leg spinner is going to bowl um, some loose deliveries. Sometimes those loose deliveries can get wickets. He bowled a few in these two matches, but he came back, and when he pitched, you know, they were unplayable. You got a guy bowled down and then one ball and caught. And when once you see him hitting, hitting the wicket, and he tend to be not bowling so flighting that much, just carrying the ball on with a low trajectory. And that's what he's fooling those guys. Uh, Orly, your take? 
Yes, first I want to I want to um, mention Obid McCoy. Uh, some yes, weeks indeed. ago, I, I told it I told it I I love that guy. Um, from the time I saw him in Dubai playing in the T10 tournament over there, I said I just love Obid McCoy, and that guy is living up to expectation. He he. he 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 took a ball and caught well two ball and two ball and caught one oh, came yes. back to him like a rocket and he took that and threw it in the air. The next one was like an acrobat down down the pitch, and along with his bowling and what is I mean uh, I, I'm looking for big things. Well, continually <laughs> for him to continue to um, create those big moments for himself and, and for the West Indies. Well, um, w- let me go back to the, the, the first T20. When, when the West Indies made 145 or 6, and, um, you know, I, 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 I wasn't watching really. I, w- I was listening to the radio, and um, I, I said, oh, boy, that, that, is, that, that is like a T10 score. Australia did not that often. I mean, and then the way they started out, because um, with with with, with um, they were like eighty out for one or two, you know, and and I'm saying <laughs> it's done. And I was listening, Leon, and and I fell asleep. I, I came in, I was tired, and I fell asleep. Um, the last quarter, I, 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 I think it was like eighty something. Um, eighty some for 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 yeah, eighty eighty nine eighty some eighty nine for four. But with only seven and a half overs gone, so I said, "Wow, that's a foregone conclusion." And I, and I fell asleep. Next thing, next thing, I woke up. I heard it was it was eight wickets down, <laughs> and uh, and the other thing I heard, oh, West Indies have won the match. I said, "Oh boy, I, I wrote that one off completely as exactly. a loss." <laughs> so mm-hmm. with this thing, as we know, called cricket, you can never, unless well, well, when it's not um, possible mathematically, then we, we know that it's gone, you know. But um, you, 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 on paper, you know, you can say this is going to happen and no way this is going to happen. But then we can all be, you know, bamboozled because of something does happen. It was Walton and McCoy. And, and, and in the second match again, um, as you as you, you pointed out, Leon, with the, the brilliant um, um, change there with bringing up the veteran Bravo to um, mm-hmm. steady the ship, play. Um, you know, it was it was it was being talked um, um, big time that they need to have somebody to that everyone else can back around because when you have two batters blazing. And uh, one out, and then next one gonna take some time. They'll come inside there, and two, three, four of them gone in quick succession. That's a problem. So, okay, Mr. Bravo, you are the, you are one of the senior men in the side. We're gonna send you in, and you're gonna stay there, and we're gonna bat around you. And it works beautifully, you know. And everybody has come. Yeah, forty-seven not out. Forty-seven not out. And then, and, and then, of course, when w- w- with um, with Russell coming in there in, in the latter part yesterday, um, prior to that in the first match, we know who he blazes with, 51, uh, you know, and before he was bowled, played on. 
But then he came back yesterday again and produced another gem of an ending to finish off things and put West in, in what we what definitely I would say was a defendable um, defendable. defendable total. And I, I wasn't I wasn't well sold that it it was a winning total, but it was a defendable one. Much better feeling, much better off than the one forty five that they made in the first in the first match. And um, as it turned out, it was more than enough because the bowlers are, you know, they, 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 they've done, they did the job. And we are hoping that they will continue to, you know, one or two, look in cricket, you're going to have one or two skirmishes, one or two tra- drops me, catches me, go down. But then, you know, when mo- for most part, they were pretty tidy. And um, the West Indies turned out to be the winners. So one may want to say, oh, um, Smith did not come and Warner and who and the Warner, but, but Australia, Australia has a good team, and uh, and 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 Marsh and, and company. I have Hazelwood. I have oh Stark was being knocked about like like he like he's coming from um, he's playing softball. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I like I like the way they handled him. You know, when you have big names, don't allow the big name to frighten you. You know, or in every big names. Just play them, play the ball and merit. And as a matter of fact, put them on the back foot by hitting them out of the park. Then they'll start to, you know, wonder what to bowl. So good job overall by the West Indies. And I hope they'll continue doing exactly what they're doing. Let's welcome Cardinal. Good afternoon to you, Cardinal. Welcome. Good afternoon, Leon. Good afternoon, Audley. Good evening, Cardinal. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dennis. Dennis, Good afternoon, Cardinal. Yes, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah. You have a few minutes. You want to give us your, your take on the West Indies victory before you go into Walter Henry? Birthday well, and I'm, 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 I'm hoping that, that these two victories would give these guys a little boost in confidence and, um, you know, give them the confidence that they can win against Australia and win big as they did in the, in the second. Well, they, I could say they win big in both the first and second. Um uh, sec- first and second matches, but uh, what 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 concerns me is that we shouldn't be waiting, sitting down here waiting for West Indies to win on what seems to be a roll of the dice. You know, we should see you know wins that look competitive, that look like there's some measure of consistency that we can you know rely on not not the kind of win here and there that you know looks like a one-off you know and 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 that came with the disappointment that we saw that we were fed from the south africa series now south africa like i said before south africa is not a team that has great well-known t20 um, Australia does and so I'm just kind of quietly waiting to see what's going to happen in the next three matches um, they've been shifting and, and, and resting people and, and circulating people here and there I noticed that Fletcher came back in he did not pick up where he left off in the first and second matches against uh, um, South Africa but, but that's to be expected. A new feature is is Poran captain in taking captaincy in the absence of um, Pollard. Pollard. 
and whether or not his captaincy has anything to do with this, you know, we hope that this is a, this is, is going to be a continuation. Even if we don't win, at least we see some competitive cricket, something that gets us believe that we are competing and competing at the best level that there is to compete. So, I mean, for me, it's just congratulations to the win, for the win, and I'm just sitting back and wait and see. You know, without any measure of, I'm not going to hold my tongue from saying this, without any great measure of confidence that we're going to win the series against Australia, even though that we are two up. So I just hope for the best for the, for the rest of the series. Okay. Thank you so much for that. Folks, now that we have changed time, Yeah, go right ahead, you hardly. Okay, sorry, sorry, I had to deal with something a while ago. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Walter Hebrey birthday and anniversary hour. It is the time of the evening when we take a look into cricket and fraternity, and we say happy birthday, happy anniversary, and some little other stuff sometimes. So, as we go along, we have some un- occasional footnotes. You can also call in 515-605-9850, This is the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Okay, we started off a little outside of cricket. Um, Leon Spinks, former heavyweight champion, of course, to create a big, big upset when he beat Muhammad Ali to win the heavyweight championship. He lost in the, re- in, in the rematch to Ali. But Leon thinks, yeah, he left us earlier this year, February of 2021. Um, we're celebrating his birthday today. John Holt, stick by me and I stick by you from Jamaica, Mr. John Holt himself, lover's rocker. Um, he he um, was would have been celebrating his birthday today. He left us in October of 2014. Uh, Michael Rose, singer. Um, one thing with Black Uhuru, he now has a solo career. He is also celebrating his birthday today. And there's one, Keisha Blackwood. I'm not sure who she connected to. I know it's yes, somebody she... on the show. Keisha. Mm-hmm. Keisha Blackwood? To you, Leon? Yeah. No, to Ivo. Okay. And, uh, mm-hmm. Ivo. Okay, so I, I'll, I'll make sure. The church. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so I'll know yeah. then. Well, you're, you're, you're involved, so I, I can put it. So, so Pastor Keisha Blackwood is also celebrating a birthday today. All right, so I go to cricket. Paul Gibb, Jack Dur- Durton, 
Sarah Potter and Chris, Chris Rushworth, all from England. Jim Hicks, Scott Muller, and Peter McAllister, Australia. And we have Jack Alabaster. Well, Scott Muller is 50, 50 years old um, um, today. Sarah Potter from England, she's 60, and Chris Rushworth is 35. Um, so Jack Alabaster from New Zealand, he is celebrating his 91st birthday today. And Henley Jensen, also from New Zealand, 29 years old. Uh, we have Man- Manju Nagolda from India, 45 years old. Omila Sohil from Pakistan, female cricketer, 24 years old today. Carl Sindra from Italy, 38 years old on this day. For tomorrow, the 12th, we have Mr. Jeff Miller from right around here, South Florida. Jeff Miller, and of course, uh, connected to the Jamaica Talawa. And he's celebrating a birthday today, as well as um, the world wicket, the world record for the tenth wicket partnership between Joe Root and Mr. James Anderson. Yes, this happened back in England when they were playing India in 2014. Today is the anniversary. Okay, so we have Ruth Westbrook, Graham Rope, and. Alan Mulry, and the young gun, Daniel Lawrence, Dan Lawrence, all from England. Sanjay Mandreka, uh, Manra Patel from India. Adam Sanford from Dominica. And Neil McGarrell from Guyana, West Indies, of course, both. And we have Benura Fernando from Sri Lanka celebrating birthday, Chris Berger from South Africa, and we have Bruce Taylor from New Zealand, and we have Rocket Patel, uh, I'm hearing like some radio or TV in the background yes. coming in. I'm trying to rectify. I'm, I'm, I'm yes. I'm trying to rectify. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So for the, for the 13th, now it's the other brother, Michael Stinks. Both of them are born in Feb in, in July. So Michael Stinks will be celebrating on the 13th while his brother celebrates on the 11th. And um, we have Marva Brown, um, the sister of Donna. Sister of Donna and Cardinal. <laughs> okay, so Marva Brown is celebrating her birthday on the 13th as well. Cricket, Larry Gomes from Trinidad and Tobago, uh, along with Hank Johnson from Jamaica, and Ivor Mendoza from Guyana, all from the West Indies. Eric Freeman, Ashley Mallet, Ray Bright, Graham Carlin, all from Australia, the places from South Africa, Yupil, Yupil Chatterjee from India, and Rachel Priest, female cricketer from New Zealand. For the 14th, we have Khalid Hassan from Pakistan, Arthur Cunningham, Leon Hunter, and James Sutherland from Australia. We have Hassan Telinanaki from Sri Lanka, 
and Garnet Jones. He was born in Papua New Guinea, played um, wicketkeeper, played some 34 test matches and some ODIs for England. Peter Webb from New Zealand, from the West Indies. Cleveland Davidson out of Jamaica. Samila Carneal, female cricketer from Barbados. And Dighton Butler, St. Vincent. He played some five ODIs at one T20, and he later became an umpire. From Bangladesh, Ranjan Dash and um, Claudine van der Kuyp from the Netherlands. And we go to the 15th of the month. We have Owen Dunwell from South Africa, along with John Cotran and Andre Nell. Um, first of all, um, let me re- reverse myself here. We start with the, the birthday of Virgil's late mom. Miss Martin, yes, Miss Marjorie Martin. And um, I, I, Virgil, I know you may come later, and uh, I'll understand yes, if you shed a little tears. He's with us. Yeah, yes, I understand if you shed a little tears. But Miss, yeah, Virgil's mom would have been celebrating her birthday on the 15th. So, um, okay. Gregory Isaac, the night nurse himself. Yeah, he died. He left us in um, 2010. But still remember, still quite as popular, his music. Back to cricket, Alan Hurst and David Hussey from Australia. Sonil Jaisinghi from Sri Lanka, a wicketkeeper. Hazib Ashram from Pakistan and Mohammed Imran, Imran Khan. Of course, not, not the original Imran Khan, what we know about, but this one is Mohammed Imran Khan. We have Gary Robertson from New Zealand, Norris Mongal from Afghanistan, former captain, Harold Joseph from Trinidad Tobago, and we have Cartina Biggs, female cricketer out of Ireland, and Raymond Roberts, Glasgow, from England. For the 16th, we have Sean Pollock and Son Van Zell, also both from South Africa. John War, Hazel Sanders, Sophia Dunkley Brown, all from England, Anwar Hassan from Pakistan, Tan Makib from Australia, Dale Richardson out of Barbados, West Indies, and um, finally the 17th of July, Bob Taylor, Kim Bennett, and Deborah Stock from uh, England, Mark Burgess, Andre Adams, and Alex Norris from New Zealand, Omari Banks, Manguela, Stacey King, female cricketer out of Trinidad and Tobago, Tony Pickney from South Africa, Christopher Campbell from Canada, from India we have Ram Badu Gupta, and finally from Wales we have John yes, So that's what we have here for Mr. Francis, back to you for the time. Yes, indeed, okay. Merchis, can you come on in? You may have a birthday or two or anything significant you want to mention to us. Oh, no, no birthdays, no anniversaries. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just have a pleasant Sunday evening, everybody. Okay, thank you for that. And Virgil? And say, good yes. afternoon to Mr. Cardinal. Okay. He's... He probably didn't hear you. Adi, did I tell you good afternoon? 
Good yeah, when you, came, when, you, when, you came, when you came when you came on first, you greeted you, you greeted all of us, and remember, oh, okay. we, I gave you I gave you the clap when you're coming on because we we I know oh, you're oh. having some problem getting on on Sundays, so oh. you know that was for your reason. Yeah, that's the folks who are on, if you don't mind, if you, I bet the folks who are on, we are having some terrible feedback. Could you can be kind enough to restrict the feedback from the background because it's interfering with the show. All right. Mm. Okay, go ahead, Murchis, as you were saying. Now, Adley was telling me about the um, problems that I have getting on on Sundays, yes. Nowadays, mm-hmm. I have to pay, so... Okay, don't worry. Let me get you in. You're, you're, so. you're, in, Virgin's, you're in Virgil's company. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Virg. How are you doing, my dear? I'm, I'm sorry, Miss Murchis, but I'm... I'm I'm sorry, Miss Virgin, Miss, but when you're with Virgil, you're in bad company. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Virgil, is that you, true? Just remember, when, just remember when they say bad, it's, it's two kind of bad. Good, bad, good, good, bad, and bad, bad. So it's the good, bad company. Oh. That you don't understand. Like when somebody dances okay. and you say that person is really bad, that means it's something good. So good, we're, still in, okay. we're still in good company. All right. Okay, I got you. <laughs> Mr. McKenzie right, is with us. Mr. McKenzie is with us. Hi, Mr. McKenzie. Ooh. Oh, hello, hello, hello. You need a, we you need see a you on the radio. We see you on the radio. Yeah, I see yeah, you on Mr. the radio. Mr. McKenzie. I'm glad I see you all alive. After all the hurricane, um, this the uh, building falling. I'm proud of mm. you guys surviving all those. Um, okay. The battle. All right. Who you talk to? Survive all that. <laughs> okay. Um, a record six four six seven nine nine. I know that number. I know that name. But can you come mm-hmm. on in? Come on in. Yes, hello. Good afternoon. I'm. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Not hey, Donna. Bad, Donna. Hi. How are yes. you? Well, I've you, been absent for a while. Missing in action. I'm my voice again. Yes, missing yes, in action. So right. I'm glad to hear your voice. Glad to yes, hear your voice. Welcome. Welcome. All the panelists here. Yes, indeed. Welcome back, Donna. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Just wanted to remind you of my sister's birthday. It's on the 13th. Okay. Oh, you could have heard nice. it earlier. Marva Brown, yes. Marva Brown, yes, on the 13th. Yes, she's celebrating on the 13th. Yeah, okay, that's, and that's yeah. the only birthday I have for this week. And look who's on. Go ahead. Is Ivo on? No, no, not yet. No. Oh, not yet. Okay, he must be at a ticket match. But, mm-hmm, yes, he's still. He's, he's, trying, he's out trying to co- collect birthdays for, for July. When when you hear from Mr. When you hear from Mr. Mr. Jason, when you hear from him, he got three big guns coming in, coming in this evening. Jason, you're on top. Yes, good evening, everybody. Okay. Good evening to you, Jason. And guess who's on too? Okay, no, no, he's not on yet. Not yet. Yes. You can go, yes, thank you. You're going mm-hmm. on your mission. Okay. Are you with us, Donna? Huh? With somebody else. Are you talking to us? Huh? Are you saying anything to us? Oh, okay. Okay, so let's, let's well, hear from 
I was looking at it to see if I see the color there. But I'm not seeing the color of it, boy. All right. Boy, let's get it. Put on the... No, no, yes. No, yeah. Hold on a while, Audrey. I got it. We got a lot of people. Yes, Donna. Thank you, Donna. I'm trying to find her now. You have so many people on the board. So many people on the board. All right, so... Start me down, let's look at your cue. <laughs> okay. I don't know yes. what you're in your business, man. <laughs> All right. But, uh, okay, good. Yes. Okay. Um, Virgil, you have a birthday. You're supposed to tell us about that match between you and your son, you know. You've forgotten that? Oh, you, you know something? I didn't even know what the date is, tell the truth. And I was so glad when you called me the same time I hear oddly was um, announcing my mom's birthday on the 15th of this month. So wherever my mom is, I just want to wish her happy, happy birthday when you come on the 15th. One of the hardest working women in the world, I can tell you that for sure. So happy birthday right. when you come. I doesn't have no more. I just want to say good afternoon to all the listeners and good afternoon to all the panelists. Thank you so much. Dennis, go right ahead. Yes. No, no birthday or anniversary for this week. And I just want to take this opportunity to salute those whose birthdays and anniversaries fall on this around this period of time. Okay. Cardinal, any, any birthdays or anniversary or any significant occasion you want to mention this afternoon? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, mm. um, I, I, I hope Dana is still listening to see if she could help out Iva. Iva looking for birthdays oh, to Lord. help him out in July. Mm. And you know, you know, you know, when Dana comes in, in any other month, she usually rings off a whole list of birthdays. So today, you notice she only got one. So I was shocked. Help out Iver, I was shocked. I was shocked. <laughs> help us, help us, help us, man. Yeah. Well, going to help him out. Jatin's going to help him out because Jatin has two yeah, big ones. He was he he tried he tried to beat 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 September anyway. I just, I don't have any birthdays, except I'm going to say happy birthday to Ivor every day for the rest of the month. But I want to say congratulations to the lately young lady, Zyla Avangard, who won the spelling, spelling bee. Yes. Yeah, first African-American. You know, and she's, yeah. as, she's, she's been listed as the first African-American to have won it in the history of the, of the, um, of the competition. But you, if you guys remember a couple of years ago, I think back in the 90s, there was a young lady out of Jamaica. I think her name was Campbell. Jodian Maxwell. Jodian Maxwell. Yes. Jodian Maxwell. She won the competition, and it created a whole uproar. They changed the whole rule after that. They changed the whole rule after that. that, I'm hoping that they take this one with a smile and say, you know, the young lady really wanted. So congratulations to her. Okay. Well, just before bringing Audley, Audley, I, I don't have a birthday, but I just want to congratulate Italy winning the European Championship. The West Indies winning a surprising two-match series so far. Too much lead in the five-match series against that, Australia. That's that one beats me. And Trinidad and Tobago, the George Druid, Mexico, and who else? What else? There's something else that I forgot to mention, but 
Djokovic Djokovic win the 20th Grand Slam that's correct his 20th Grand Slam winning today three along matches with Nadal and, along with Nadal Nadal and of course Federer Federer so it's mm-hmm. a so good good congratulations to them and uh, of course we're looking forward to see if West or oh, the ladies West Indies ladies have gotten a three love a two love lead in the five match ODI series and having swept the T20 matches, three matches to zip. Uh, so congratulations to all of them. And that's that's it for me. But Mr. Satan, do you care to mention those three big guns that who are born in in July? July. July. Yes. Come on, Satan. Mm. When yes, the Cardinal so the first He's going gonna, he gonna to yeah, take back his word. When Cardinal hear the names of these people, he's going to say, boy, where I ever got these people from? Go ahead. Go ahead, Jatin. So the first one, first one is uh, MS Downey. That was July 7. He is celebrating his 40th birthday. The second one is the next day, Saurav Ganguly, July 8, 49th birthday. And then we have July 10, Sunil Gavaskar. So these are the three legendary players from India. And also former captains. And there is a plenty of pages we can talk about those, but I'll highlight some of the things I know because that's a beautiful thing to celebrate this one week in a whole year as an Indian. To be proud of it, like these three legends, what they have given to the... Well, uh, why don't you hold all the details for later? You know, we have a session. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. can do that. But just to mention them in the birthday hour that I will yeah, uh, no kind of populate, populate his uh, birthdays yeah. and come closer to September. He says he beats me, but I I don't concede yet. <laughs> anyway, anyone else before we bring in Audley? Anyone else? Anyone want else? Mr. McKenzie? No birthday? Yes, I, I just want to say... A word of congratulations to my grandson. He started driving last week, and he passed the first part of his road test. So congratulations to Mr. Alexander Martin for for a good start. I I won't buy my car, though. I'm not going to buy my car. He has to work his way into that himself. But I'll have to drive himself. Thank you. That's that's what you were doing in the last few weeks. You were giving yeah. me some driving lessons. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making it. All right. All right. Audley, all over to you. Okay. So um, I have two birthdays. Um, my brother-in-law, Omelo Williams, are we popularly known as Archie. He is having his birthday today, and of course. I did um, give him a shout out earlier, but happy birthday to you, Archie. And my sister, Jean, Jean Bin, she'll be having on Wednesday. Wednesday, she'll be having her birthday. So happy birthday to you when you come, Jean. I hope you'll live to see a whole lot more. She's the, she's the sister that follow me. All right. So that's what we have here for birthday. And uh, as usual, like to just hail up our, our friends and followers who are, you know, following us from all over the world, from from Europe, all parts of Europe, from India or Asia as a whole, from the African continent, 
right in the United States and from the Caribbean. So we just want to say thanks to you who have listened to us and you continue to tell others about us that we're here on Sundays from 6 to 9. Of course, Eastern Standard Time, the time varies where, and you can go back in the archives, of course, and uh, listen com slash the cricket show. All right, so sweet God willing, another time, 6.30. We'll, once again, we're having the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Back to you, Leah. Yes, indeed. So, well done, well done. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. For all those who have been having birthdays, significant occasion, I'm going to play this song. Happy birthday, Ivor. I forget. Happy birthday, Ivor. Every day. The entire month. Happy birthday, Ivor. <laughs> okay. Yes. This song is dedicated to those who have having birthdays. Simon was supposed to be on. His grandson, I think. Would be having birthdays. His birthday, but I haven't heard from him. I uh, hope he comes on. Oh, he didn't forget the time. Whitney Houston. All those who are having birthday or significant occasion, we're just going to dedicate this song. The late great. You need to bring it in some more. It's, it's very low in the background. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. In the back. <laughs> yeah. After all my strength is gone. Okay. And you I can be strong. I look to
did hand over to you already. Oh, you did hand over to me already. Okay, good. Yes, Let's wait to see if Ivor wants to come in. I don't know if he is ready for us yet. Hands aren't up yet, but all right. Okay. I, so... I have one thing. I have one thing I want to mention. I, I don't know if you guys saw this right. already, but um, it, just just a, just a little bit before we get into the big three from India. Um, I, I, I don't know if you have seen the the. The schedule for the next World Test Championship. No. And, um, I, I don't know if you have. Well, I, I, I have it here with me. And something is that the West Indies will not play India or New Zealand in the Test Championship. Wow. West Indies will not will not play India or New Zealand. I, I don't know if it's just. A, and this is a schedule just from 2021 to 2023. Right, West Indies, um, Bangladesh will play, play 12 test matches, Australia 18, England 22, India 19, New Zealand 13, Pakistan 13, South Africa 15, Sri Lanka and West Indies 13 each. But the West Indies will not play India or New Zealand. That's, that's, that's a mystery when I saw that. So um, I don't know if any of you had seen it before. That's why I asked. And since, well, it it will it will come out. Um, I guess you you guys will soon get it, or I can send to Leon. Yes. Um, the other thing is that Mamadula, um, you know, after making 150 not out or the about, he decided to quit Test cricket. Um, oh. uh, he's gonna continue playing ODIs and T20. There was a there was a um, some different big difference between himself and the, and the coach or the manager. And he was really against Mamadula playing Hamadula playing into the test match against um, the recently concluded test match against Zimbabwe. Um, Zimbabwe right? So I guess, uh, I just guess that, look, uh, he made 150 and he, he proved his point to the, to the coach, or would I say, the manager, and say, look, um, that's what I can do. But he gave them assurance prior to this um, series that he was interested in playing all three formats. But, they, but they, they, they did not want the coach or the manager, I'm not quite sure, which did not want him to, to be in the side. So I guess, I guess um, he, he was mad or something. And so he just scored his own round 50 and said, that's it, I'm done with Tess. Uh, so I don't know if you and the guys heard, know that he had... Um, no, I didn't hear that. I need to write up from that, yes. Yes, and Panke Panke Singh also from from England from India. He re, he announced he his retirement from all forms of uh, of, <laughs> of international cricket. So he's out. All right, so you can all go right. to the big three now. Thank you, thank you so much. You know, gentlemen, the three big guns out of um, India have had the occasion to be born in July, and we start with 
Sonil Gavaskar, he is born the 10th of July, 1949. Surag Ganguly, he was born the 8th of July, 1972. And M.S. Dhoni, he was born the 7th of July, 1981. I couldn't believe when I saw the age of, of M.S. Dhoni because that's the time I came to Florida. Well, let's hear from Jatin. Jatin? What is the love? What what is a good song to play for these guys? You, you know an Indian song that you can recommend to me to play for them. But let's go ahead and open the introduction about these guys. Tell us what you know about them and what well, the people are saying about few, them. Yeah, there are a few songs, but uh, I would like to highlight and uh, run through the tribute about what yes. this three legends has done for the world cricket, and on top of that. They are kind of unique. They all captain India. They were successful during their careers. They broke the records for each other. But there is a lot of things they have to do well for the country. And that's a beautiful thing to have. So let me start uh, with the Sunil Gavaskar. It's a big name in West Indies. We all know that. Mm-hmm. That uh, Sunil Gavaskar entered that... Uh, uh, series of 1971 in West Indies, and the people are still putting as a highlight. But let me tell you, Sunil Gavaskar is the 72nd birthday. He is a, one of the World Cup uh, winning team member from 1983 who defeated <laughs> West Indies. At that time, right. they were two-time defending champions. Overall, he has a 233 international games, with 13,214 international runs. He was a primarily former India captain as well as most of the time in Test cricket, he is opening batsman. Uh, by the way, his biggest landmark, I watched it live from the stadium back to my home place in Ahmedabad. He was the first man to score 10,000 runs in Test cricket. Mm-hmm. He retired with that 10,122 runs after 125 tests at unbelievable 51.12 average as opening batsman. That's a huge. And his tally of 34th century was the most record that stood tall for almost two decades before it's being broken by his own uh, city boy, we call it from Mumbai, Sachin Tendulkar. And he was the first one to cross the Don Bradman's 29th century, which was also a record for a while. And during this uh, time, I'm talking 60s and 70s, I don't think anyone expected that the uh, Don Bradman's record can be broke. So Gawaskar broke that record after his uh, very close to his retirement. His massive 734 runs against West Indies during that very first series is still ranked as one of the highest total on debut. Means his opening is the first series, and he was playing in West Indies. He did not play the first test. He played the remaining four tests and came out with the tally. If you look at that West Indies tour, four centuries, and three fifties. 
Now, remember, he played just four test sets. So if you take four centuries and three fifties, means seven innings, he was 50 and above score. One of the best scores is 220. And he averaged in that series as 154.80, 154 runs as average. If you go other way, Gawaskar was the first batsman to score centuries in a both innings of test match three times. There are a few others. They did one time, twice, but he did it first one as a three times. He was, as I said, widely regarded as opening batsman of all time. And he made his career runs against the tough oppositions, especially against West Indies. If you look at his entire career, he averaged 65.45 against the West Indies, including the time when West Indies was top of the world with those five, six placemen we had. I'm talking Roberts. Garner, Holding, Marshall, you name it. Not only that, Gavaskar is the only opening batsman from the India side who has faced all top 10 world-class fast bowlers during his career. No other players has faced that tough opponent. He still counts as one of the best in a test. ODI is a little bit different for him. He holds a couple of good records in that one, too. He scored about 3,092 runs in 120 ODIs for India between 74 and 87 when he retired. But if you take the tally at the end of year 2000, Gavaskar was only one of six test opening batsmen in the world who scored more than 3,000 runs in ODI at average of 50 plus. So that was a remarkable if you compare him overall with the all other test opening batsmen during that time. His average was like 58.25 and the second best of all time for player with minimum 1,000 runs at the end of the 2009. So that's the beauty of his career. He was inducted in ICC Cricket Hall of Fame in 2009. And before that, he was inducted at Cricket Hall of Fame on U.S. side, I believe it's 2001 or 2002, something. But he was inducted there, too. So he's one of the person or a player from India being in both Hall of Fame, the one we know. Absolutely. A lot of people remember he's one of the inning where he has batted all 60 overs against, uh, I believe, East Africa or Kenya, something. You know, very first world he stayed not out. You know, <laughs> it's it's still uh, uh, hard to believe. It's uh, definitely give us a smile when we read that record in a today's T20 world where the people scored 36 runs in a matter of two three overs. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, that's a kind of uh, gutty batsman people used to call. Uh, he's a sticky guy top of uh, Geoffrey Boycott from England. So that was his attribute side. Going next to Ganguly. No, can, I, can I just add something? Can we just say doctor? something about... Go ahead. Yeah, before I go. Can, can I just talk about Gawaskar? His ODI average, yeah. said, was 58? Yes. No. At, oh God. Oh. at one point, he said, at one point when... You at know, one I don't know point, if that's yes. where it ended up. Oh, oh, yes, oh, at one point. Start. 
Okay. He was leading yeah, the, the charge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I just okay, want to add to it. Um, and the next thing. Let me finish. Oddly, let okay. me just finish. All right, go ahead. Yeah, next thing. He had one test wicket. Who, who yeah. took one wicket and test? <laughs> who that might have been that he got? It was Lance Gibbs? I think London, I think it was in Pakistan. Oh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> okay, Audley, go ahead. It, it was Downey who got a West Indian with his only, as his te- only test wicket. Yeah, okay. Uh, but oh, okay. go back to that one, yeah, one too. More, one, one, mm. more, one more to add to it, and is most runs in, in a test series, uh, most runs in a test series of, of three tests or more. And it is only Ricky Ponting has more has more than him. Um, Ricky Ponting played some thirty nine series, and he got nine times he he, he scored the most runs in um in, in the series. And Tony Gavaskar only played in twenty nine series, and he got uh, for eight times he got the most runs in in Test matches three or more. So yeah, he he played actually he actually played. Ten matches less than ten series less than Ricky Ponting, and pick up Ricky Ponting only up one on him, right? So eight times he was a leading run scorer. That's it. Dennis. Dennis? Yes, yes. I, want, I, I want to highlight his attainment career. Other than on the cricket field, he has had a leading role. He was the leading role in an Indian movie. He also guest starred as an Indian movie. He also is a singer because he apparently mm. had a singing role in one of his uh, movies. In addition to all that, he's a very popular because he's written four books on cricket and things. So we can see that uh, Sunil has been extremely busy. You wonder where did he find time after all that uh, activities on the field to uh, be able to study acting and singing and, of course, Becoming an author. That's my little contribution there. For no, I, uh, I heard you said something. I heard you said something yesterday. And you didn't mention it today um, about oh, sharing a hundred partnership with eighteen different uh, players. Something. Yes, yes. That, that is correct. Yes, he, he actually shared a hundred partnership with I think eighteen different uh, players. Let yes. me get my number. Yes. Eighteen yes. different players. He had a test century partnership of. 100 with 18 different players, which shows that he's a tremendous amount of contribution he's made towards Indian cricket and, of course, cricket in general. The world over. Cardinal? Yeah. Cardinal, is he with us? No, no, no comments. No comments. Virgil, any comments before we move on? Uh, just, yeah, just, no, just want to say um, happy birthday to Babaska. Um, I mean, one of the greatest Indian players because most likely he played against all the fastest and best bowlers in the world. And to perform like that, you have to give him his credit. And we appreciate his, his, his contribution to cricket. All right. Anybody else want to come in? Mr. McKenzie? No, no comments at all. All right, okay. Anything else? You know what? One additional fact here, uh, Leon, mm-hmm. I mean, not, well, not just one, there are lots and lots more, but he, he was a commentator at one point, and not only did yeah. he commentate, but he was also uh, a, um, a columnist 
and uh, from time to time he would rankle the metals of of uh, some of the administrators because he was uh, asked to uh, give up you know commentary and give up uh, writing columns because he was so outspoken and at times he was uh, directing his thoughts and ires to the uh, administrators who certainly didn't appreciate that so uh, when he got roles as uh, sort of referees in administrative side they thought to um, keep him quiet by taking away some of his uh, freedom to uh, express himself so that's it sir. Okay. And he was among the highest paid commentators, so I think the top three was among the highest in the top three paid commentators when he was doing it. So, Sonny, Sonny Gavaska, we salute you. We wish you well. We appreciate your contribution, and we know the world will miss you. Continue good work in the commentary box. Satan, back over to you. You have... Okay. Well, we can add a few things here on Gavaskar. He was the, one of the leading batsmen from India who can stay on the pitch longer than anybody else. He yes. was a couple of beginnings, 500-plus mm-hmm. minutes in a test, right? So he, he has a lot of distinction, but uh, I like to add a little bit here for Dennis. It's not the controversial call or administration forced him to treat the journalist. I personally know him very well. He still does that, but he limits writing because he loves to do more on the commentary side. Another positive side is he likes to involve with the live action because his life has spent with the cricket field all the time. He don't want to be sit down do nothing while watching game and do write-up. And uh, honestly, to me, even today, if Gavaskar is talking, I'm listening. I will listen to him all day in commentary box because he is the best person we have from India at the moment when it comes to the commentary. His expert tips, his explanations are really simple, and that is what he is attracting a lot of fans. So after he retired... He tried journalist and commentary both, but then at uh, one point he realized, I think he need to go more towards the commentary because we have plenty of journalists who never played cricket but can write the good uh, uh, match reports and all sort of things. We're going in a live, it's a different world. So that's why he is still there and he's still active with the Indian cricket and a lot of world events. Then we see him in a commentary box. So switching next to that is uh, uh, the current BCCI president and former captain, Saurav Ganguly. He was uh, born on 8 July. He celebrated his 49th birthday. And uh, if you look at it, uh, the way he entered the world, it was a big step. He scored 131 on debut at the Lords against England in 1996. So from very first match, he put his footprints, and we all were expecting what's coming. When he scored that 131 in opening game of his career, he became the 10th Indian to score century on debut. That was 1996. If you look at the 10,000 runs, we got plenty of them right now. But when uh, Ganguly reached the 10,000 runs, he was the third fastest 
just behind Virat Kohli and Sachin Tendulkar, even in today's record. He was there to 10,000 with 263 innings. It was the third quickest to be there. His uh, highest individual score in a World Cup for India was came in uh, 1999. I believe it's in uh, England versus Sri Lanka when he stayed 183 not out. And that is still record for India at the moment in, as far as World Cup concerned. He kept in India... Uh, I will say 28 overseas tests, and also that, he won the 11 test match outside India. And that uh, when he took those 11 wins, he was at the top of the chart as the best captain for India, overseas captain. No doubt, lately it has been taken over by Kohli now. But at that time, he was the second best after the Gavaskar. He ended up his career with 11,221 runs. Uh, sorry, that's in the ODI. And that is also third highest. And don't forget, he formed a one of the best partnerships in ODI during that time with Sachin Tendulkar, as he scored almost 66 Oh, nine, I mean, 6,609 runs from 136 innings. And those partnerships come out with 21 centuries and 2350s. So when these two gentlemen were batting together, Ganguly was, we still count as an anchor person to set for those big innings, like Haynes used to do for West Indies with the Garden Greenwich. But that's a highlight of the Ganguly. Yes. He never won any world event, not Champions Trophy or World Cup or something like that, but he was still ranked as one of the captains in a remarkable uh, career. Yes. Well, yeah. one, one, one important point to note for Gavaskar before we move on was that he does have a little connection with the United States because in 2017, he inaugurated a cricket field in Louisville, Kentucky. That became the first international sporting facility named after an Indian sports person. The M. Gavaskar Cricket Field is out there in Louisville Cricket Club. So that's a little connection there for us here in the States with uh, Sunil Gavaskar, now Ganguly. No, Ganguly, yes, okay. As I was saying, Let me give a heads up on that. Sunil Gavaskar has a lot of connections in U.S., period. <laughs> he oh. has in Boston, he has in New York, he has in Chicago. Because he is coming from that era where these, most of the Indians came in this country. Anyone came between 60 to 2,000, including myself, are the good followers of... By the way, Louisville Field, it's about 90 miles from my house. Mm. So when it came out, visited, and uh, I know he's uh, all uh, teammates, including his best friends <laughs> in years. So that, that's a good. He's still in touch and update. He also visits uh, many times USA. Like uh, two years back, we had the fundraising for something in India, and Mr. Gavaskar came out and visited almost more than a dozen cities to host that fundraising event. So he's always uh, 
kind of a person you want to rely and uh, i am 100% sure when the team uh, game is going on here in us we are expecting that uh, his support and his uh, contribution coming our way sometime sooner or later yeah on like so going to the <laughs> go ahead i like to go with this ms downy no 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 just the... what you just stepped on just a, a note here yeah. i was looking you see many players of this caliber usually go to play overseas but i noticed ganguly and um Gavaska played in England play for okay, okay let's let's start with Ankuli played for Lancashire Glamorgan and Northams while um Gavaska played for Somerset they they don't go to, they didn't, none of these players has gone to um gone to play in Australia I don't know is there was any reasoning behind that no because like richard and his guys when i was growing up when i was growing up i came to us in 1986 and only thing i can say in this uh, cricket circuit it doesn't matter whether you play at the state level inter university level regional or national we all hope for to go for the england and i think at that time it was a much easier and quicker to go in england the another beauty playing in england is during that time if you look at 70s 80s and 90s we had a lots of foreign players used to come in england and play so if you're playing in a county you got double advantage you're playing in england which is the good uh, weather you have to accommodate in your lifestyle and then you are playing with a lot of good players who are coming and playing county and uh, i doubt it as i said i have no information on australia side but i believe we don't have too much exposure on australia side whether they allow us to play or not that was one question we did not hear too much when we are going up like australia is inviting certain players to play so you know we are not sure what the reason but everyone just like west indies when they growing up they love to go england and play and that was kind of tradition we don't go anywhere else we just go to the england that's it so that mm-hmm. what is happened most of the players you see from india they target england nothing else mm-hmm. and and gavaska gavaska's height was only 5 feet 5 while ganguly was 5 11 you think the height <laughs> makes a difference to be an opening batsman not really if you compare this to no. it's uh, honestly not going to go in a technical side but i think gavaskar has uh, played a better role as opening batsman period against all those mighty fast bowlers during his time don't forget he played without helmet where ganguly played entire career with helmet these are two different thing pitches were different the speed was different from each and every bowler you face in international cricket but i believe the one thing advantage to the sunil gavaskar is with his the short technique he never chased the ball going above his shoulder or something if you look at his style he has a typically i call it the sharp eye and quick decision making ability where he can easily play any fast bowler that's how he's being developed from the very first match he knows what to avoid and what need to go for it 
And definitely, he has a lots of timing sorts. It does not matter which sort you pick up. He used to perform at better accuracies, and that's what his the trademark is. Ganguly is a kind of different little bit. He is really too strong on the offside. It doesn't matter you put four fielders or six fielders, you still find the offside boundary. That's his beauty. And being as a left-hander, we all know that. They have the straight and the pull shot. Because of his height, he has the advantage to go for the sixes, where the Gavaskar don't. Gavaskar is really preferred to go on the ground and have more boundaries, right? So there's a lot of different things. But uh, if if you rank someone, even today, as the top opening batsman, I will say Gavaskar is the number one opening batsman India has produced, period. We got plenty of them. Some of them has a huge record, like Sehwa, a couple of people, centuries. But if you look at the technical side, the skill side, mentality side, and the mindset process, Gavaskar is still the best. Okay, thank you so much. Anybody else has anything before we move off of Ganguly? Yeah, I'll, Tony. Uh, Gavaskar. I'll, I'll just say Gavaskar. Um, he and Sehwa would, would make my opening pair for India. Oh, Sehwa, yes. <laughs> Yes. Anyone else on on on, on um, Ganguly? Well, Ganguly one Ganguly one thing to remember. I'm not sure if it's been mentioned, but he had a 318 runs partnership with Rahul Dravid, which remained the highest overall partnership score in the World Cup tournament history. Mm-hmm. Ganguly. Yeah. When, when was right. that? When, when was that? that? Uh, I, yeah. I think he it's shared gonna... twice. 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 With, um, triple century. With Ganguly, one of them shared two, two times that triple. I'm not quite sure which of them. Not. Triple triple century partnership. Only, the only person to do so. I'd have to go back and look that up. One of them was 1999. That was against the Sri Lanka in that uh, World Cup game. And the, during that game, he scored that 183 not out, where the guy out was the Rahul Dravid. India lost mm-hmm. wicket early something. And then Ganguly and uh, Dravid take care of the business for the remaining of the day. The Another partnership, I believe, that was uh, between Ganguly and Tendulkar against New Zealand, if I recall. It may be in uh, Rajkot. Because that's only beginning, I can think about it, 300-plus runs. But yes, Ganguly being involved, two triple century stands at the opening, and that's a highlight of his career. Was Ganguly ever the president of the ICC? He is president of the BCCI. No, no, ICC. No, ICC only rep- he represents the BCCI as a board member, nothing else. Okay, but he wasn't a president. No, okay. No, no. Mm-hmm. At one point, discussion was there during the last election. Remember, we were talking about <laughs> yes. uh, the West Indies. Uh, Dave Cameron was a contender, and he was looking for support. But at the time, uh, behind the screen, people were expecting that Ganguly might take the lead and go for that uh, position. But then Ganguly declined, saying that I'm too young for that position and I want to help more 
at the national level at the moment, and that's opened up the field for everybody else. But he never contended. He did not even apply for it. It was noted that he had a rift with Greg Chappell. Do you recall that? Can you bring us up to date? <laughs> that that eh? was the controversial thing it's, uh, during that, uh, I believe, Zimbabwe or South Africa tour. And there are some uh, issues came out. Uh, to, but uh, we have to sideline those controversies, I will say. It's a great chapel created something to deal with these uh, four senior players. When he was a uh, coach of India, he has to deal with uh, Tendulkar, Vivius Luxman, Rahul Dravid, Jigat Ganguly, and then uh, Virendra Sehwak. So this is a huge lineup of a senior player. And uh, I think it's the toughest challenge for any coach at any level when you are dealing with half of the team is the full of seniors who has a lot of experience, right? And uh, it does happen, but there's a something happened, and uh, the reports got leaked. There was an email Greg Chappell has returned to the BCCI administration, and that went out to the media or something. And it was a very disappointing for the Ganguly to take. And we don't know the exact details, but the way we listen to the legend even today, he feels the discomfort. Whatever happened, it's a wrong thing to have it in India team. So that's the only thing we know. But yes, he was involved. And uh, not only that, uh, from that particular incident, I believe his next two, three years was downfall, and that is how he retired. Okay, well said. And now for MS. MS MSD. MSD. Well, he's uh, one of the best keepers. Everyone knows that. He was uh, one of the coolest captains, right? He celebrated... Uh, 40th birthday. It is the youngest captain we can uh, see out of these three. And I believe he has a couple of more years in the T20 world where he has not retired. He did retire test. He did retire in ODI. He gave up his captainship before he retired. Uh, he has done a lot of things, but I will say uh, he is one of the champion of all formats as he has won all ICC events for India. Starting with 2007 was T20. I believe 2011 against Sri Lanka, that was the World Cup. So he is a highly ranked champion captain. I will say, beside his uh, the trademark, cool captain, his captaincy was the one of the highest thing to talk about as a human. His decision-making and dealing challenges and crises under the situation where we feel stressful. A lot of captains get frustrated. A lot of captains make mistakes in process of decision-making, whereas Dhoni was the trademark. He never lose his cool, and that's how he's being respected. I will say Dhoni, the another beautiful thing to have it in the team is his powerful hitting skills. He can take the ball any time during the game against anyone on any field on any given day. And if you look at it, his power hitting is the where he made the international trademark as a, one of the best players 
to look at it. There are two beginnings. If somebody wants to look at it as a highlight to look at how good he is, I will say he's a two major knock. One was uh, 183 not out against Sri Lanka during his early career. And then another one was uh, 148 also in India. But both innings has a couple of sixes. The shot he invented, call it helicopter shot. It's a beautiful to watch, I will say, the way he swings the bat and take his bat instead of stopping, let it go, have a swing top of the head like a huge fan top of the helicopter. And that is the shot he invented. And that's a beautiful to see, I will say, the way he executed. But he is always power hitter. Just like Andre Russell and Chris Gale, we have invested in these. Donnie is the fifth leading six-hitter in international cricket at the moment. He has cleared the boundary 359 times. Wow. Now, we are talking in the test, 229 in ODIs and 52 in T20s. So, if you total these things, it goes beyond what we think about it. He is the second highest six-hitter in ODI at the moment, behind Rahul Sharma, uh, Rohit Sharma, and uh, just ahead of Sachin Tendulkar. And I believe Dhumni will not have a chance to go at top because Rohit Sharma is still active and he is expected to play more season than uh, Dhoni can. But let me tell you the biggest thing in his uh, all these high hits, 66s against Australia. That is landmark. It tells how good he is to hit sixes against the top-ranked team. During his Donny's career, if you look at it, Australia is the number one team because West Indies was down. England was not doing well. So anything you do against Australia is the biggest thing you want to achieve. He always mm-hmm. back between number five and seven across all formats, whether it's a test, ODI, or T20. So in other words, he has 276s for India by batting 5 to 7 order. And that's a huge. A lot of people know in international cricket. When you're coming at number 5, 6, 7, it's a huge role to build the inning and partnership and carry on the team to the winning streak means a winning line to stay till end to win it it's a big responsibility and it's under the pressure and he has done that role so many times including few games he has won for India in the last over that's a beautiful thing to see he used to known as a master under the chasing doesn't matter what pressure you give what calculation you give he is very aggressive batsman without losing his cool or being aggressive too much, he will achieve the target we need. So that's a symbolic thing. It's not that he is the middle-order batsman to hit those sixes. If you look at the other leading six-hitters, like Chris Gell, Saeed Afridi, Rohit Sharma, Brandon McCollum, now these are the all top-order opening batsmen. They usually get that power play to play those 
three aerial shots early in the inning, where Dhoni is coming in the middle. So if you rank his six hitting capabilities, high ranking among the rest of the world, because he is coming in difficult situation, doesn't have any power plays, and hitting sixes in those moments, it's a big thing. He has uh, 78 sixes in test. is the third highest by any subcontinent player after Virendra Shehwag and Miss Baulhak from Pakistan are the only two test battles who has more sixes in test than Dhoni. It's a beautiful to say he was also a, one of the leading captain in IPL. He's uh, one of the players who has played all 10 IPL under same team. And that's the thing. He has done his job as a much more than just player. He's a good leader. He's a still active captain of the Chennai Super Kings. And we hope he can continue and entertain us for many years to come. And all I can say, happy birthday to MS Dhoni. Happy birthday to MS Dhoni. You know, you know uh, and I know a lot of people have one nickname, but MS Dhoni has four. Okay? Mahi, Captain Cool, MSD, and Tala. What Tala and Mahi? What's the meaning of those two? Mahi, M-A-H-I, and Tala, T-H-A-L-A. Jaitin, are you with us? Yes, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it's uh, coming from that uh, fisherman side. If you look at the old days when we don't have the trains, buses, and airlines and all those, we used to travel by the boats everywhere in the world, right? And that is how the British has ruled all over the world. And if you look at it, most of the things was traveled by the rivers or the ocean, nothing else. So the person who is taking you from one side to another side, we call it the boat driver. It's okay. also named Mahi, right? Mahi, he is okay. the anchor. He is the one who can take you to the other side, right? And oh. it's also popular in a Hindi, right? Mm. Is a, we call it a, in a religion way, the other meaning of Mahi is uh, like the Ganga River, is uh, one of the holiest river we have in India, right? So mm-hmm. we feel as uh, heavily in terms of uh, going the religious way, spiritual ways, right? And that is what the, he is uh, like a big thing to have it with that concept like that. Uh, the Tala is a completely new name. They give it from that... Uh, uh, Chennai Super King things, you know, okay. and uh, I believe that is coming from that uh, language, right? And it, mm-hmm. there are a couple of things, it has a different thing to meaningful, but I will tell either something good or believe it, it's uh, somebody who is able to share and contribute with the others as a leader, right? And there is a one thing they call it is a beautiful to have those kind of leaders like that. So Thala is also a song. It's coming from different language. So I'm not particularly 
think about it, but I will say Tala belongs to this guy. He's like a leading guy or doing something brave work, you know, some kind of appreciation. Okay, he he also was very much involved with, with football or soccer. And also, he also served in the, in the army. Can you just enlighten us a little of those? Uh, number one, his primary sports and first sports was soccer, the football. He played the football before he converted into the cricket. He was a goalkeeper for his soccer team oh. before somebody grabbed his attention and asked him to do the wicket keeping. So that's how his journey started. Okay. Uh, number two, if you look at his uh, footwork, whether he's doing as a wicket keeper during stumping or he is going for the runouts or his own running between the wickets. If you look at the first initial three, four steps and the way he picks up the momentum to go faster at the other end or to the destination, it's coming from soccer. Because he initially trained for those skills, how to reach and be aggressive to reach the ball. So when you have that skill because of the football skills, he has the advantage to put into the cricket. The cricket part is how quickly you move your footwork. And that is only happens if you play too much football because football is all about legs. It has nothing to do with the other part of the body. Where most of the cricketers in today's world, I will say, they pay attention too much about hitting, means batting or bowling, right? But you need to work on the fit. And that's why Dhoni was like a little bit quicker than uh, other people because of the footwork skill. Mm-hmm. Orly? Okay, um, uh, my contribution to Mr. MS Doan will have to do with his ODIs. Um, he started his ODI series, his ODI career with um, uh, playing against Bangladesh, 23rd of December 2004. Uh, and um, the, he made his first 100. Um, Jensen mentioned his 148, but that was actually his first 100 that he was making in, in ODIs. And his 148 was made in 123 balls. So that was that was that was and that was against Pakistan. So that was you know exciting cricket. And of course, he made one double century in in ODIs. And he achieved with us 224. And uh, he made that in in Shanghai. That one uh, and it was against Australia. Um, and of course, um, there's one nickname you did not uh, add, Leon, the finisher. He's called the finisher. Um, yeah, and, and no less than nine occasions, nine occasions, MS Dhoni finished the match, winning an ODI match for India with a six, and nine occasions. Right, so we remember in one of, one of those matches, they were playing against Bangladesh in the final of the Asia Cup, and it was the very last ball when he hit the six. Remember that one clearly to bring it home for India. And uh, since 2008 in ODIs, he has been named uh, seven times in the ICC ODI team of the year. Seven times since 2008, he has been named in the ICC team of the year. 
And of course, a little um, Donia, of course, once he, he bowled in a, in an ODI and he got Travis Dolan. <laughs> Travis mm-hmm. Dolan. <laughs> his only wicket. And um, we know he's a wicket keeper, of course. But uh, on that occasion, he the pad was put aside and he got a wicket, getting the wicket of Travis Dolan. And. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead and say something. No, no. When you finish. Right. And from during his captaincy in the in, in, in ODI World Cup, India has lost only two matches under his captaincy. Only two matches under his captaincy. And that that is marvelous. And um he has only one fifty in ODI in well no, no. Until until um, he did not score his first 50 until 2017, um, but then he got that against against England. Did they say it's England? He finally got it. Yeah, he got it again in England in um, in T20. Well, that was in T20, in T20. But you know, in the T20 format, if you're not coming in at certain time of the of the match. You don't just like Andre Russell. Recently, he he made his first 15 T20s, but if because he's coming lower down in the order, or sometimes he finishing the forties not out, or high thirties not out, and thing like that. So MS Dhoni made his first um, in 2017 against England, and um, that's that's just about it. Yeah, just just one 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 quick stats that you mentioned. You said he he made it. ODI double century. Um, My record shows that he only made two twenty four in a test match. That's his highest score. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry, um, yeah, I stand corrected. Yes, yeah, it, okay. it's a it's a test match because I was dealing so much ODI. I, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it it is a test match. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, indeed. okay. He, he he actually he actually scored what six was it six test matches six ten or um. Six I didn't have the number, but I just have his highest total. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah. 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 Come in, okay. Yeah, she'll be either on the waiting or she'll call soon to join us as a guest from the last cricket league. Okay. All right, go ahead. Any anybody else wants to come in? Okay, we have Simon in. Simon. Yeah. Well, good evening go to you, Mr. President. Good evening, Dennis. Good evening, Cardinal. Oddly. And I cannot forget Virgil last night. Last time I uh, overlooked his name. I'm going to call Virgil twice. Good evening, sir. Ivor Henry. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Simon. And all our faithful Simon. listeners. Mr. Simon. All over the world. I'm so happy to be Mr. once Simon. again on the cricket show. Simon, uh, don't you hear talented me. men who know your game so much. And love your game so much. I hope Mr. everyone Simon, had a wonderful yes. week last week. And we're Did, looking for much. Simon, Simon, I'm Mr. with you. Oddly, I'm here. 
Yes, or at least okay. ask me no, a I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, if you say good evening to my fellow panelists, nobody can accuse you of omitting them. <laughs> well, 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 good, 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 good evening to my yeah, fellow but, uh, panelists. Yeah, but Virgil likes to hear nobody his name calls. You have to call his name. So I call his name twice. <laughs> it's called enough already. So we, <laughs> enough. So we just say good evening to my fellow panelists, and you cover everybody. Nobody can more. <laughs> All right? <laughs> Actually, everybody, we I hope everybody's well and have minutes. a wonderful week, and we are hoping yes, for a better week next week. Yes, indeed. Okay. I'm with you, gentlemen before, and ladies. Just before we go, before we go off the topic, right, we were featuring three great outstanding cricketers from India, and I'm just going to play a song at random. I don't know if it, it will, it's a good song, but it says a birthday song from India. So let's see if it sounds.
sure on first thing he played for England and I believe he has a 523 wickets just behind Anderson that I know as far as the test concerned how much yeah I believe yeah, 169 169 I know one mm-hmm. uh, 209 for that Gillespie so 169 yeah that's the uh, highest score he had yes he made a century Yes, yes, only one century, one sixty. One century, yes, I think so. Yes, he made a hundred. Oh, yes. 
Okay, how about you, Carlos? Oh, Mr. Dennis, which whoever. Dennis? We look, yes, we're looking for its highest runs or its total. And, and it's not a wicket for? and run, both wicket and wicket run. Wicket and run. How many wickets and how many runs? I know he got 500 oh. or 20. Yeah, wickets, wickets about 523, thereabouts. Uh, runs, runs. Um, I'm, uh, I'm conflicted about his total runs over his career. Is that over his career? No, just the highest total, the most runs he has total. Not career, just the highest score. Individual innings. Individual innings. It must be about... 35. Mm, no, he made 70 no, something. Mr. And Mr. Patel is right. He made a century, yes. I'll make he made a century. When I say no, no, yes. no. Only. Let the other guys guess. <laughs> Go ahead. We have other. That Mr. Mackenzie. Mackenzie? Yes. I, I think he had 523 wickets as an English guy. And then in the runs, I total. One twenty one. One twenty one. Okay. Wow. You're good. Yeah. You're good. You're good. Did you look it up? You're good. <laughs> no. <laughs> when did you open book? You want to disqualify you if you open the book. All right. Um, Simon, would you reveal your answer? I reveal my answer. It's good. Well, um, yeah. we have to. You know, we always have to go with Mr. Patel. He knows the score there. And uh, Mr. McKenzie was close enough, was 126, his highest. Oh, my. And he, and he took, um, Chris Stewart Brown took 437 oh, tests. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. He no, has no, over no. 500 he's, he's still playing. He's still playing. So mm. that has to be updated. He's playing 523. Yeah. That's actually yeah, yeah, well, this, this is from, this is from, uh, from yeah, 2020. Well, he, he, that's yes, the he's still playing, so he's, he's over 500 now. Okay, so I have uh, to revise that up hint, then. A, a little hint, because Mr. Because my book says 7. Yeah, yes, this but a little hint, hint, a little hint, a little hint. Let, listen to this. A little hint. Yeah. Both, he, uh, both he and his partner, James Anderson, got Carlos Bradford for their 500 wickets. So we know he's over 500. Okay, and so just, I have to update yeah. this then, because my book... I got from no, London. Is, 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 is when it was written, that's what was the actual score yeah, when the book was written. Yeah, at the time. But right. now yeah, he's 20, still 2018. playing. You, he's still playing. 2018. So therefore, his record has got to be increased. Yeah, those have to yeah. be updated. Yeah. Okay, thanks for that information. And thanks mm-hmm. for date. So I'll and, have to revise and this. And You're going to ask me for my question too? Are you going to ask yeah. me for the question, the quiz I have for you? Anderson yes, I thank and you. Do. I always Stuart Board. Stuart Board. has a partner that um, is one of England's best um, opening pair. Broad and Anderson. Anderson okay. reached a first-class landmark this week. What was it? What What was his chief, his achievement? Uh, for whom? He, he plays for England. He plays for the county side. I think it was Lancashire. Um, okay. What milestone did he reach this week? All right. You say played for Lancashire. Okay. Let me see. I think it's Lancashire. I'm sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. That's oh. okay. That's all right. 
pressure. Mr. So Francis. Then, yes, sir. So that means yeah, let me ask, no, the, the highest score in test yeah. matches is Stuart Board um, score. I think we were totally wrong. Because it Great. said, um, despite he's a bowler, he scored 169 while batting at number nine against Pakistan. Yeah. Ooh. No, but we were focusing we, on the we, um, number of wickets. That is, um, that is correct, because if you, if you recall that inning at the laws, uh, the England was struggling. And I still okay. remember that long partnership with uh, Jonathan Trott. Jonathan yeah. Trott put, I believe, 184. And this 169 was the only partnership to build the England inning to 446 or something. They were okay. like, as I said, family. At one yeah. point, they lost like uh, seven wickets for around 101 or two, something like mm-hmm. that. And the yeah. inning was almost supposed to wrap up. And these uh, Trot and Stuart Ward took yeah. that uh, 102 to 434. It's a huge partnership, 322 uh, something. And that was the inning the Stuart Ward played in his career as one of the best ones. Virgil, 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 thank you so much for that. And I got to make you the fact checker from here too. Okay, Virgil. Yeah, you say now, Mr. Patel, you say now that broad is up to 500 and something because my book says 437. 523. 523 wicket for the steward board. 523 and 159. Okay. Simon, remember that book is grandpa book. You got to go to uncle. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you got to go to uncle. When you go to uncle Google. I have to update my book. I have to update my book. It was printed in 2018. Okay. Okay, let's go with our president's question. Simon, Simon, what you can do? Use a pencil, pencil in the number that you can erase and count because when a player is still playing, when he's still active, that number yeah. continues to move. So you can use a pencil, write the number, and as you go on, go on, you, you erase and put the right one, all right? I got you, I got you. I thank yeah. you so much for that information. You see how much you can learn from your panelists who know so much about the game? We learn from yeah. each other. Ah, thank you, thank you. I know you're so modest. Okay, Mr. President, we you gave us a question. I've been honest. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. President, uh, you gave us a question. Uh, gentlemen, I'm going to, Mr. Francis, I'm going to leave you about 8 o'clock, uh, 8.15 there about. Um, so, um, some after the, in the Lawrence Row, um, oh, uh, uh, I'll have to leave. But uh, I'll, I'll listen in the meantime, but I won't be live on air, all right? Yes, you got, you got, oh. to, you got to wait, you got to wait for five minutes because we have a special guest who wants to say hello to you. Welcome, Jatsna. Come on in. Yes. Good evening, everybody. And, uh, good evening. Good evening, yeah. Thank you, Jetna. How are you doing? And how was your week? I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, thank you for asking. Um, and I, was I wish you a much better Sunday. week this week. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, I want to share some uh, women's uh, tournament that's going on. It is so wonderful. Uh, first of all, Stephanie Taylor made a magnificent century which guided West Indies women to a super victory in the first ODI. She was also nominated player of the match. And I am so proud of her. She's a tireless soldier of West Indies women's cricket. Wow. And, yeah. 
It was very nice. And um, also India won by 8-1 uh, against England. And there was a lady, uh, the player, Pauline the old stunning character steal the show. Everybody knows about that, I bet. Oh, yeah. So Down on the boundary. Yes. Down on the yes. boundary and she threw it back in. Yeah. Boundary, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So I'm very proud of all these uh, players. I just wanted to share that with you all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies. Yeah. Could you, could you just go a little over? You said a ball went into the boundary and she threw it back. I didn't. I didn't understand. No, it. she caught. She she caught the ball and was going over the boundary, but then her feet were still in the air. She threw it back in and then uh, uh, recast it. Right. Yeah, because the if your feet go over the, over, over the boundary rope, right, the momentum was taken over the boundary. It was very close to the to the line, so it was taken okay. over the boundary line. So she threw the ball back in and then ran back in and catch the ball again. Catch the ball again. Yes. Well, that that was a great feat. Yeah, yes. very quick. Yes. You know, very quick to do that. Thanks for bringing that to to our attention. Yeah. No, yeah. no, yeah. no, Simon. Don't you uh, evade my question? My question. To I'm you. listening to you. I'm listening. I'm asking you. I'm listening because you you is, said you want to bring in Jet now. I'm listening. Yeah, go ahead. But I I want you not to evade the question I asked. No, 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 I'm listening. Partner, great, the great bowling partner of Stuart Broad achieved a significant landmark this week. What was that landmark? Uh, Stuart Broad, yes, yes. and um, he was bowling in, in tandem with whom? No, 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 it wasn't done by Stuart Broad. It was done by his partner, bowling for oh, England okay. and bowling okay. for Lancashire. I think Lancashire is his league. Okay. But tell oh, me, I what, did, what me, milestone did he reach this week? I thought you were asking me who was his partner. No, 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 no. I, 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 well, you can give me that and tell me what landmark he If you know the, his name, the name of his partner as well. Okay. I, Chris Broad, I'll have to go with Anderson. Right. Yeah. At the top Anderson, of the line. Right. Right. Okay, well, Anderson achieved Anderson. something significant this week. What was that achievement that he received? He reached. Uh, I think he reached his um, his. One more try. Five hundred, five hundred um, um, test wickets. Next, 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 next question. Next, next um, try. Um. 600 test wickets. Next try. Give you another one for for Broughter. Yeah. Six, <laughs> 630 test wickets. No. Okay. Anybody knows? Anybody knows? What Simon, landmark is yeah, Anderson? 1,000 1, 1, wickets. 1,000 first class wickets. 1,000 first class wickets. And then you add 617 for the test. So I believe James Anderson still has a capability to break the world record of all wickets in international cricket. Okay. Oh. And how much is that? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know that. The sky's the limit. How, no, no, how, much is the record? No, how much is the record before? The record now is 800, more literal. Yeah, more literal. No, no. Yeah. 
No, no, I'm not talking that individual or test wicket. If you combine international wicket, means you have to combine ODI, test, T20s and everything. Okay. This T20. Okay. So now in Mm -hmm. that one, if you look at it, if you look at the combined total, uh, Murli Dharan was like 1347, something like that, right? And then you have San Juan, 1001. And uh, I believe at the moment he's at 8 or 5 or something. But at least he is an active player, one of the only active players as far as the ball are concerned right now. So probably he has a couple of years to break some records, worse come worse. He can reach uh, 1,000 international wickets, just like he did mm-hmm. with the 1,000 uh, first-class wickets. Okay. Yes, so. I got you. Thank you. I, I think you're, you're, um, you're getting up close there to um, my good buddy there, Audley. I gave Audley the title of walking computer. I uh, think you're going to be taking over his title soon. Oh, he, he's okay. got it. Long we have time. guest waiting. Okay. Leon, we have the guest waiting. Yes, the guest is on. Good, right. Okay. Why don't you? He's in. Why don't you bring him in? Okay. Jatin, he's on. So I'll talk to you. Yes, I'll talk uh, to you next week, guys. To I gotta you. go. Thank you. Thank you, Audley. Okay, no problem. See you. Yeah, Audley. See you. Okay, okay panelist. Uh, we have guest today from the Dallas Cricket League. His name is Akuljit, and uh, I give you just brief before I hand him over and welcome to him so he can speak uh, on his own about himself, but I can give you a few things. He's an advocate for the grassroots level cricket for uh, many years, almost more than a decade in the Texas area. He has done a lot of good work so far. And uh, by the way, he's uh, contending the next uh, USA cricket election as an independent director. And uh, we are fortunate to have him today. So welcome, Kuljit Bhai, and uh, I'd like to have you say a few words about you and what you're doing in the last and about your cricket league or whatever you think for the cricket. We are here for cricket and like to hear from you. So welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, I hope you guys can hear me uh, loud and clear. Yes, we can hear you. Okay, cool. Okay, so this is Kuljeet, you know, I'm in, uh, from Dallas, Texas. Uh, um, to be honest, you know, I mean, I I never played cricket in my life before, you know, came into U.S. Uh, I wanted to play, uh, but uh, uh, it was just uh, uh, parents said, you know, go and study and, you know, uh, and, 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 and uh, after coming to U.S., that's when I started playing cricket here in, in 2003. And uh, since that day uh, till uh, the last year, you know, um, I have been uh, actively involved with cricket here. Uh, we started uh, the Dallas Cricket League with about eight teams, you know, uh, just uh, uh, to have a competitive game uh, over the weekend uh, rather than having, you know, uh, friendly matches. So uh, that eight teams exponentially grew, you know, from um, eight to uh, 159 teams. And uh, that is where, you know, um, we uh, currently, <clears throat> around 2010 is when we decided, you know, that hey, we have, uh, we are doing a lot for uh, the youth, uh, the the men's uh, adult cricket. You know, what about youth? And uh, that is when in 2010, you know, we um, had a, a had a event, you know, for a charity called Viva. And then uh, during the charity event, I saw a lot of kids, you know, want to play cricket, but they didn't have any guideline or they didn't have any resources, you know. So we said, let me 
let me give it a try even though um, i'm not a, a proper cricketer uh, but i had a good knowledge about about the cricket by watching uh, cricket all my life you know so i could bring the kids uh, onto um, the ground and you know and then try to make them fall in love with the, with the game started with about um, um, eight or 10 kids and i started taking the bucket and started going to different grounds you know and in cities every day i used to go to one ground and then have uh, contributed you know uh, my time there you know uh, just trying to make sure the neighborhood guys you know they they come in and learn the pick up the bat and ball and back then when i asked them you know uh, who their favorite uh, sports person is you know i mean and none of them even mentioned any player uh, from cricket you know they used to say you know maybe um, michael jordan or scotty pippen at the time right basketball uh, fans you know but uh, nobody even talked about uh, um, the great players that we have all over the um, world you know so uh, that was uh, something you know um, uh, i was uh, really trying to focus on and trying to uh, promote this game among the youth and uh, and get them to pick up the bat and uh, come from their comfort zone from the house you know um, by they used to play a lot of uh, um, games on their cell phone i said let us uh, bring them to the ground and and make them fall in love and uh, um now uh, when we talk to those same kids now they they not only know all the players you know they even ask me hey can i have um abwr's uh, t-shirt number on my on my jersey you know so i think you know um, been doing this for years you know so at least uh, the kids now have fall, uh, fallen madly in love with the sport um they play on a regular basis uh, uh, here and uh, um, currently you know we'll see how long can we continue to do this you know and our goal is to uh, keep uh, making them play games over the weekend you know the league is um, completely dedicated or over giving them 20 hours 30 hours 40 hours games and uh, recently you know on the july 4th uh, weekend we did host a uh, big event you know uh, for about 34 teams uh, uh, came all over the us and uh, they had a good um, uh, tournament for four, four days mr colby mm. welcome to the cricket show i'm leon and i just wanted to ask you the the kind of candidates that you're recruiting are they are you getting american born kids involved we honestly uh, speaking american american born kids even Asian American born kids are you talking about yeah, well, uh, okay well yes i know american that. american white american american really i mean yeah uh, american really? real american you know right right next to our ground rasok cricket park there are seven cricket fields at one place there is a big ymca you know we put a flyer at the ymca come join mm-hmm. for free take the training those guys don't want to spend this much time on on sport we did try to go to schools you know i, I mean when um, we took the usa why us yca you know and they, they sent us a kit a kit for us and we we conducted a lot of um school in we went to the schools and you know we we got the pe teachers and we gave them the kit and we introduced the game to them you know i mean we even tried to follow with them a couple of times but we don't have that many resources that we keep on you know asking where they are you know so lack of resources was the one thing you know we did try to promote them in the schools um but uh, um, uh, it, it it just went for one or two years you know and then later on you know uh, that effort uh, just died away you know? mm-hmm. american kids i mean even if you give them for free i mean what what else can we do here 
when we went to a YMCA, we put the flyers, we welcomed them for free. Next to the next to the YMCA, there is a ground. You just walk 10, 15 feet. You know, you just come out of the YMCA, you get get into the ground, cricket ground. They see the they, they see the game being played over there, but uh, uh, to learn the game, you know, I mean, I I think you know, we will have to do something different, you know, uh, to get them on on the ground. How how about um, introducing the, the parents to them to cricket? Because that's a, uh, see, a good way if you can get the, the parents interested in the sport. They may have some inclination if they see a test matches going like the World Cup is going and they see the excitement about the sport. They may just they may have some. Yeah, we can up. definitely. Yeah, we can definitely give it a try. We even tried the T10 version. You know, make them play a smaller game. You know, but um, because because of the length of the game, you know, I think yes. uh, is one yes. thing. And then we need to put put lot of effort because even even the Indian Desi born kids, you know, I mean, they are 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 in uh, here for coaching and and getting trained by the coaches, but only during the month of uh, uh, I mean, summer season, right? When they have breaks, right? I mean, uh, that's what I used to feel before. But because of the COVID, now everybody sitting at home, they have nothing to do. So now we saw that uh, that number grow exponential as well. You know, I mean now. Um, the league uh, we we have been providing uh, an opportunity for the kids to play in the league, their own league like U11 league, U13 league, U15 league, like different age groups. We have provided them the league, and we do provide them that a beginner level, uh, intermediate level, and advanced level uh, training program for them. Right. I mean, for us, it is completely open. Anybody can join. We had at least four or five American American born kids, and they did like the sport. But after 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 a while, you know. Uh, because it, we changed that format from 20 overs to 30 overs, and I didn't see those kids sign up, you know, for six hours straight, you know. Um, okay. uh, the, 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 that was the uh, uh, thing, you know. I mean, only for the first uh, couple of uh, T20 games, they, they came, you know. Uh, for three years continuously, I still remember uh, those kids. And then uh, uh, um, the, the ma- main thing is here, and I mean, we really need to have time um, uh, chalked out, you know, for going to the schools, making an effort, going to every school. Uh, now, um, now at least more academies have come in Dallas, right? So they have approached uh, the Frisco um, school, and uh, Frisco has approved uh, cricket as a curriculum in their school right now, you know. So the kids can get credit credit in 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 uh, at least you know um, uh, in the school in, in Frisco uh, city. One of our panelists here, Mr. Dennis Heath, he hears from California. He has a question or two for you. Dennis? Kuldeep. Yes, good, af- good afternoon, Mr. Kuldeep, and welcome to the cricket uh, this show. Is Kul- uh, yeah, yeah, this is Kuljeet, by the way. No? Kuljeet is Kuljeet? my name. And Kuljeet. Kuljeet. Oh, Kuljeet. Yeah, Kuldeep is my brother's name, you know. <laughs> uh, is that right? Uh, <laughs> good afternoon, at any rate. And... Um, I wanted to ask you. You indicated that you wanted to, uh, you were intending to become a candidate for independent director at Cricket USA. Can you tell us a little bit about what role you would play as an independent director at Cricket USA? Uh, I mean, I have been uh, part of uh, uh, this league here in in Dallas for 20 years. You know, um, I have seen everything that we would need to run a 
a proper uh, cricketing structure here you know uh, main thing is you know when we go to uh, at, at the us level you know first first of all it will take some time for us to understand what what exactly the challenges these guys are facing you know i mean because um, currently if you look at the atmosphere you know i mean there's a lawsuit going on there's a lot of stuff going on so it would be um, uh, at least you know uh, for a couple of uh, months uh, you know we'll just try to think in you now how does the system work uh, we have not been part of the system uh, as a league in itself balas cricket league you know uh, this is the first time you know we uh, had a lot of members signed up for this particular uh, uh, for for usa cricket right so once we uh, get into uh, the the realms of, of uh, finding uh, an opportunity to you know i mean in case you know i mean i get into usa cricket oh, goal would be to uh, really promote uh, the game of cricket among the grassroots level get this kids a high level program where they can you know uh, play a lot of games because uh, i bring in a lot of experience of conducting a uh, lot of youth tournaments right these kids uh, want to play at the usa level they want to play uh, those kind of tournaments as well you know uh, usa sanctioned tournaments where these kids can play more mainly i would like to you know put my head into that part you know i mean how do we and get get the uh, cricket going at, at the grassroots level and i mean being being doing it since 10 years right uh, i mean i've been uh, uh, really focused on that part and uh, given that opportunity we need to figure out you know what is the status of uh, uh, the men's team as well you know i mean where does the men's team head towards now and try to focus on and getting that uh, 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 squared away as well one follow up if you would mind I mm-hmm. the uh, the cricket USA if I remember correctly recently held some election which year are you thinking of uh, submitting your candidacy is it going to be next year two years from now how how quickly how soon will you which when will the election be for this particular position you're seeking to obtain uh the the election we are waiting for this year i have already submitted my candidacy you know um, my name is there on the us cricket okay. website yeah. yeah so so yeah, yeah my name is already there and uh, i'm just uh, uh, waiting for them to give us a uh, uh, give us some information about you know um, how soon okay. will the election start because we haven't started the proper camp- campaigning yet because we don't know how many um, uh, particular votes uh, we have you know uh, yeah total yeah. total number of votes you know we have right we need to yeah. figure it out which league has but that information is not yet released and and made it public you know all right thank you good luck with your uh, candidacy and the election yeah okay. right. i mean i'm 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 honestly not worried about the results here because you know i mean results will follow i mean i've been putting see when yes. you say when you put lot of hours into into something right i mean uh, i've i've literally been working on the on the uh, promoting the game since 2003 right so when you put so many hours you know back to back uh, you know into cricket right i mean uh, people will uh, notice it you know i mean and yes. then let us yes. hope you know they pick the right candidate you know i mean I, that is all i can say you know? yeah and i wish you luck i wish you luck with it you. thank you thank you so much man Yes, we have another panelist comes a panelist comes from Lauder Hill Virgil Francis <laughs> Yeah good 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 I'm 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 from I am from the most beautiful city oh my in Florida goodness. which is Lauder Hill and I yeah. show you been down here at the most beautiful I, stadium in 
<laughs> in North America. <laughs> Got it. I I came to I came to US uh, the very first time in 1969 when I was uh, uh, I came directly to Tampa, Florida. You know, and I didn't want to leave Florida to be honest. You know, I mean. Florida is the best <laughs> best uh, state uh, to live in. Uh, in Tampa, USF is when I did my masters, and uh, unfortunately, you know, I had to I had to get a job, and then I I got my opportunity here in Dallas, Texas. You know, um, so '98 is when I moved uh, to Texas, and uh, it is a it's a good thing because the Texas weather is always good. You know, we can play cricket throughout the year. Uh, in our league, you know, we have about 159 teams this season. And uh, we play uh, roughly uh, close to 2,000 games per year, you know, T20 and T30 adult games, and also have a lot of uh, uh, involvement through uh, uh, to the to the youth as well. Because I mean, Dallas is fortunate to have um, coach uh, Asif Muchtaba, you know, he's a former uh, Pakistan Test player, you know, uh, who is currently you know uh, working with the kids. Uh, um, throughout the week uh, whenever he finds time and uh, gives the kids a good um, knowledge about cricket you know my question to and, you okay uh, next before before i get my question to you the next time they have in any international game in the beautiful city of lauder hill you make sure you come down to watch the game in one of the most beautiful stadium you will see Okay, my question to sure. you, um, like I always tell everyone that I hear, get in, involved with cricket to try to help kids. Do you teach huh? these kids about the history of cricket? Because what happened, most of these kids think that it's a foreign sport to them. And we all know, if we look back in history, we all know inside of the United States have more history. Even though the British take it all over, you have more history than any other country in the world. So do you teach them about where baseball come from and all where, I mean, all the history of the cricket so that probably they will get more involved with the cricket because they know it's, a, it, it's their history itself? Got it. I mean, uh, see, uh, when I came to U.S., right, I, I didn't know about the history of U.S. cricket, right? I mean, I only came to know about the history of U.S. cricket once I was here, right? Prior to, I know the first ODI was played in U.S. Uh, yeah, first ODI was played over here. My main goal was to let them know what this game is about, how this game is played, what are the different ways you can get a person out, all that stuff. You know, I mean, I just wanted to make sure that they play the game. This history that we're talking about, maybe we should talk about this history um, uh, to the to the real American folks. You know, I mean, let them be aware of it. Yes. They're on on online everywhere, right? But uh, but our our normal Indian, West Indian, Pakistani, all these parents, they they watch games at home all the time, you know. So they yeah. they get that and they get that information from their parents, you know, which uh, which country to watch and which which player to look for for which uh, whether they whether they should be watching. I mean, kids even watch any game that is coming online, you know, or on on TV, right? EPL versus you know uh, Pakistan uh, Premier League and then Indian Premier League. All those uh, uh, games, you know, kids watch and they, because I kind of go go to the ground and, you know, um, and the sidelines, you know, when they're waiting for their batting, when the coach is not coaching them, you know, they just keep on turning on their cell phones and then, then you know, um, following the scores uh, and then, you know, so so the game has come along a long way, you know, compared to when it was 10 years ago and uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to go uh, much further, you know, uh, going forward. Um, at least in the next couple of years. 
Because the, the, okay, the reason why I'm saying to you that, right? Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> before 2007, when the West Indies had the World Cup, before the World Cup, we was bidding to get some game. And I remember when I go, when they used to, at the City Hall meeting, they have everybody, some people inside there, there was, a po- as a, there was a pose to the cricket. And then I told my son to look up the history of cricket. And I tell you, I went there and I was so nervous. I could not read it. I give it to someone to read. The following week, we went back. And these people was complaining, oh, you're doing all this thing for West Indian. Because down here, you see more West Indian people playing cricket. And everybody was, you know, doing all this thing for West Indian cricket. And this time, I went up, sign up. And I signed up right behind the same person who was complaining about West Indian cricket. And believe you, the first time I ever felt butterfly come out of my stomach, I went up and I said, cricket is not a West Indian sport. It's second largest watch event in the world. It was established in the U.S. from the 1700s, the first international yeah. game ever played anywhere in the world between Canada and the United States, 1844, where the president of the United States get his name because John Adams, who became the second president, said if leaders of simple cricket club could be called president, there was no reason why the leaders of the new nation and where baseball come from and all this stuff. The following week, when that guy came back, he never said another word again about West Indian and cricket because he did not know his history. And he never, called, he never complained, never said, because they was against the stadium. And he never yeah. complained again. So sometimes we have to push this thing to people because even our, our cricket players' nation don't even know this country have more history than any other country in the world when it comes to cricket. But because after independence, the U.S. want to get away from everything British, so they try to change up everything to get away from the cricket and turn the baseball, which we know baseball comes from cricket and rounders. You know, so yeah. I think some of them need to know, and sometimes I think they will give a little bit more effort to come to the game because they did not know this sport have so much history in this country. Yes. I mean, uh, talking about just the American kids, I mean, but right now, uh, if you look at uh, uh, in 2010, you know, we used to, I used to go and stand in front of a grocery store and then uh, put a flyer and they give it the flyers to the, uh, to the Asian crowd, you know, and, uh, but now uh, I don't have to do that anymore. You know, this game is uh, progressing in the right direction, you know, uh, but we still have to reach about 80% Asian parents, you know, forget about American, right? Even even the Asian Asian parents, we still have to reach out to, to them uh, here in uh, in US. You know, I mean, nowadays, you know, they are hearing about about the sports that their their kids have an opportunity. Back then, the only thing that the the parents used to put their kids was into either soccer or in basketball or or or, or you know, in golf and uh, baseball, right? But they didn't know uh, that even cricket is being taught here in Dallas and is being promoted, right? So now uh, everybody knows about it and they kind of reach out to us and say, hey, can I, can my son start playing the cricket? He loves the sport and what are the opportunities? So we have created that particular uh, interest uh, among among the um, Asian crowd uh, uh, now. And uh, once these kids, you know, who start playing cricket here in Dallas, uh, local area, once they go to school, they talk about the sports among their friends and that is how the game is being popularized, you know. These, I have seen a couple of kids in in our group, you know, they take the cricket back to school and whenever they find time, they used to play you know, prior, prior to COVID and, and uh, their American friends used to ask, you know, what is this game about and they used to teach them, you know. So these kids will become uh, an, a catalyst, you know, uh, to promote the game in school, you know, once, once uh, 
once we have high number of kids, uh, Indian Asian uh, parents start, start playing the game, right? They go to school uh, with the cricket bat and they, they start talking about it. And, and I've, I've even heard there is, a, there is a school teams currently being formed here in Dallas, Texas. You know, those kids reach out to us, hey, can we play professionally in the league, you know? Uh, and it, it, it will take some course of time, you know, I mean, uh, to really get into the Amer- American uh, uh, kids, you know. That's very good. Mr. McKenzie? Yes. Question to you. Um, some time ago, welcome to the show, and I hope this is this won't be your last time. Some you time ago, you're in, Texas. you're in Texas as well. Some time ago, um, Cricket USA launched a youth series. Do you have any comments on that series? Who won it, and so forth? Uh, which one, which, which series are you talking about? Where was the series? No, the, um, Cricket USA shot launch a youth series. Are you aware of it? And who won it? You're talking about the youth series? You're yeah. It was an under-19 game that just held uh, um, this year in, in Houston. Is that the one you're talking about? No, the one California that, won the... The one that Cricket USA launched. Yeah, the Cricket USA launched a young people. In 2000, 2021, they launched a under-19 uh, age team yeah, participated yeah. here in Houston. So yeah, I was there. I was there at the at the, in Houston and supporting the uh, the kids. So California Reds uh, won the uh, uh, this thing, you know. So uh, there was a final between uh, California Reds versus the other uh, team from I think it was from. Uh, I'm trying to figure out the name. Uh-huh. So. It, it was definitely not uh, the southwest zone, but the uh, the, the finals was between, uh, I think it was between uh, uh, west, uh, uh, red, west, west reds versus uh, uh, other other region, you know. Mm. Right? Okay. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Okay. Well, were you there Simon in Houston O'Brien. at the time? Simon. Yes. A question yes, I'm here. I'm listening. I'm listening. Any questions? No, just, uh, not a question, but really, I just want to commend him, our guest speaker. And as I say on the show all the time, anything to promote cricket in America, I am for it. I have nothing against it. I'm 100% behind it. So whatever you can do to promote the game in this country, I'm all for it, and I'll back you 100%. I want this game to be promoted in America. Like I said before on the show, there's a bank robber keep robbing banks, and the judge keeps saying, why do you keep robbing banks? He said, well, that's where the money is. So America is where the money is. That's where you can make money from cricket. So I commend you for all that you're doing for cricket in America. Continue to do it. Thank you so much, sir. And you have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Thank you, sir. I mean, even um, uh, we... We are going to be um, uh, having a. Tell him about me. Is somebody else talking? Hello. No, carry yeah. on. Hello. Hello. Okay. Now I was just going to say, I mean, I have been engaged with Jatin Patel, um, uh, and we are trying to. We have invited Jatin Patel and Shivnar and Chandra Paul. They will be in Dallas uh, um, uh, with uh, on, on on July 16th, 17th, and 18th in the coming weekend. 
uh, and they will be you know providing uh, their vast knowledge about you know how to coach yeah, have we have uh, training going on. We have Jatna out of Tampa, a lady. Um, Jatna Kuldi, Kuldi. Yes. Good evening, Mr. Kuldi. Bhai. This is Jatna from Tampa, Florida. Hey, Jatna, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm here Very also coach, coaching a lot of kids at the um, okay. uh, Safner Ground Tampa Cricket League. So I just wanted Got to it. introduce you myself that um, I've been also working with um, Mr. Jatin Bhai, he knows. And um, yeah. so whenever you come to I mean, Florida, I, come visit us, of course. I, I always love to come to Florida. I mean, I mean, anytime, anytime I get, you know, my in-laws come here, my parents come here, I always take them to Florida. And that is the one thing I, I always miss. Tampa is where, you know, I first landed. <laughs> Very good place. Yeah. I, I yeah. just to let you guys know, and I did start a women's league as well here in 2013. You know, I was trying to promote the game among the among the um, the women's players as well here. We were able to form okay. about 40 players uh, here in Dallas, Texas. But then again, there was no support from their spouses, uh, and they they always used to say, "We have to drop our kids to school. We have to drop our kids to other classes." So we, I couldn't really, get, you know. Uh, I could make an impact for three years after th- after th- after in two- 2013 is when I started. 2017 is when I said I cannot do this anymore because I wasn't getting any proper commitment from them, you know. But nowadays, yeah. uh, there are a couple of yeah, there are a couple of women players, you know, I mean, good youth players, you know, that have uh, shown interest, and then we we train them for free, you know, we don't charge them anything. So uh, at least. Uh, good three or four candidates, you know, are right now are in the Texas yeah, region yeah. Um, as well, you know, Frigda and all yeah, those guys, yeah. right? So That's very um, good. Yeah. yeah, there's always a pathway, and thank you for supporting women and girls, of course. Uh, that's what I'm doing here, too. I'm a, a former test cricket player from India. and Got it. Yeah, I'm so you trying should know Rajeshwari, right, from Houston? Rajeshwari, yes, I do know her, yes. Yeah, from Houston, right? Houston, she knows, yes. Uh, me very well. She's also, yeah. yeah, she's yeah, she's also promoting uh, coaching over there in Houston. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the same here and uh, trying Good. to bring more uh, girls and women to cricket, so yeah. we can have a better team I'm, in the future for U.S. Yeah. cricket. Yeah, that's the plan. For us, you know, what we do is, you know, I mean, we we have a uh, youth program where you know we introduce the the women the the little girls to uh, to cricket and charge this first five players uh, absolutely free and then next season we start another add other five players so i'm hoping by the end of you know at least if they keep continuing and they they currently love the game you know they continue to play uh, so maybe in a year or two we will see about 50 uh, 30 to 40 uh, kids you know uh, women players playing the game you know yeah 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 that would be nice. Yeah. Thanks for promoting women yeah. and girls. Yeah. Sure. I appreciate yeah. it. I mean, I, I mean, see, what happened was, you know, I mean, back then, when we were doing it for youth and men, uh, one of the women, you know, she said, hey, could you, you, you are doing a lot of stuff for the guys, you know, boys, and what about girls, you know? I mean, I just went home. I registered the domain womenscricket.com. And next day morning, I said, hey, go and register. We're starting the women's league, you know. Within 24 hours, the website was up. And I asked her to register, and then we started the Women's League. 
I mean, I do want to uh, support um, the women's cricket, but the uh, problem is, you know, getting them on board, getting them on, and then making them <laughs> boys, it's easy to get them on the ground, right? I mean, women's is yeah, becoming a very hard choice because they have a lot of stuff going on back, and I understand where they are coming from, you know, but uh, I mean, I wish they can at least, you know, carve out uh, uh, four hours to six hours of time, and, you know, um, on a regular basis. Uh, to play not just on the weekend. Thank you so much, Jetna. Um, Thank um, you. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, we, this week we celebrated um, Sachin Tindalka, MS Dhoni, and Suad Ganguly. They all were all born in um, in um, July. So. We celebrated yeah. them this week, at least on the show earlier on. So we want to just let yeah. you know that you're free to be on whenever you have any information to disseminate. And in a few weeks' time, we're going to be talking about the three W's from the West Indies. Weeks, Warren, and Walter. Mm. So you can yes, join sir. us anytime. We're going to pass Absolutely. you over to Jatin for him to. We want to pass you over to Jatin for him to have your fi- final words with you. And thank you sure. for coming on. Sure. Yeah, no problem, yes. Leon. As I said, I know Kuljit for a long time. What he's doing in the last, and it's a good to have people like him to support our grassroots initiative to educate uh, Americas for cricket. You know. Uh, the one thing I would like to say to Kuljit and uh, Dallas Creek Ligate, as well as local area people, we do the same thing what you do at local level. The cricket show's main vision is to promote and educate people for the game. We are global. We have a very huge reach out. And never hesitate to come back on show anytime you like to pass any message or wants to have an opinion here or wants to speak to us uh, for anything. You are always to welcome back to the show anytime. We do every Sunday, 6 to 9. For the guests, we have reserve hour between 8 and 9, which is we call Lawrence Row Hour for the guests. So thank you for coming okay. out today on short notice. We love to hear you again. And uh, wish yeah. you all the best. Sure. Uh, we will see you next week. You're going to be here. I'm pretty sure you're going to be flying next week, you know, I'm going back. So... Somebody has to cover your show. Uh, from six, your flight is at 7 o'clock, right? Probably I'll be skipping next, next week because I'll be in a flight by the time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. It's but a he, 7 o'clock he, flight, so I'm going to miss the show. But uh, my panelists know, and we have like a half dozen uh, good panelists. So it's not about everyone needs to be attended. And we do our best to make sure mm-hmm. that we are on the show, at least to say hello. But uh, everyone knows my travel situation. So some of the shows, I little bit come, little bit early, say hi, hello to everybody, and just take off, you know. But definitely, two weeks down the road, we can catch up again. You can come back again to talk about Sinar and Sandra Paul and uh, our things we are yeah. doing and uh, how it will help you to improve the local area cricket. Uh, that will be the good discussion for the future. Yes, indeed. Sure. And, and could we, you, you probably could, could in, invite Shiv to be on our show. We're trying to, our best for a long time, but he's a busy man. But with your persuasion, I believe he will come. How, how about that? 
<laughs> I, I think it, 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 he will listen to Jatin Bhai. Uh, he is the <laughs> guy who is getting him out there. So, so. I agree with that. <laughs> I, I will say he is a kind of person uh, who don't like to talk too much in first place. <laughs> yes, I know that. Yes, yes, but. And, and number two, you can see his entire life most of the time is not something about uh, uh, his uh, style or attitude. But I think he's a soft-spoken person. And uh, you have seen over the years during his playing career, he don't expose too much in media. He is a kind of uh, person, uh, uh, let his accent speak, you know, and uh, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, in the interest you. of promoting cricket, in the interest of promoting cricket, we think you should twist his arm a little bit, Jetty. <laughs> I'm trying to. We, I'm trying to. We launch the cricket academy very soon. I work is coming out. We have not done any media release or something, but we are making momentum. And uh, I believe uh, he is uh, getting into that uh, mood now, where he wants to help the young generation. That's a beautiful thing to have, you know. Yes. Okay. So, with that said, we want to say thank you again, Mr. Kulji. Kulji. Uh, yes. Thank you for having me, guys. You know, I mean, I'll. Yes. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Bye, bye. Just now, your final words. Yeah. Good evening, and thank you very much, Kulji Jatibai and Mr. Leon, everybody, you, Mr. Eva, and have a good evening. See you next Sunday. It was a great show again. Sorry, I missed last two Sundays. I was busy. You, you, did, did you did you hear the, the birthday song? Did you hear the birthday, birthday song that we played? That we played? No, I, bet you I did not. I beg you to wait. Wait, we're gonna play it again for, for especially for you. How about oh, you, Simon? How nice. Simon, Thank make you. sure make, make, make sure you do, make sure you do the dance while the song is playing. Sure, I love to. Okay. <laughs> Simon, your final thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Simon, your final thought. Simon. Simon I'd be happy to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, um, gentlemen, ladies, and all listeners, it was such a great pleasure once again to be on this great show talking about cricket and our special guest, lighting us so much about the game and how much he's trying to do for cricket in America. And as I said to him, all I'm interested in is to have cricket promoted in America. And before my eyes are closed, I'd like to see America test team competing on world stage. That's my wish. Uh, gentlemen, ladies, have a very good week, and it's a pleasure being on the show with you. I learn so much every night from you people who know so much about the game that I love so much. Have a good night, all. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Thank you so much, sir. Mackenzie? Mackenzie, you have a word? I just want to thank you. I've got to congratulate you for a wonderful show. It was lovely, entertaining, and informative. And I also want to say, well done, West Indies, in those two matches against Australia. And I hope that is the end of the victory. Um, And with that, I want to say thank you once again. And I see you on the radio. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank Mr. Mr. L. Yeah, to the to the to, to the guest to the guest that was what was on. 
I want to say personal for myself, I really appreciate what you've been doing for the kids and keep up the good work, and especially to all these Indian people who pushing and teaching these kids how to play cricket. We really appreciate you because at least at the end of the day, we all are the ones that will enjoy um, the cricket. So good luck to you Thank and you. to all the listeners. You, Hope you guys enjoy the show. Looking forward to talk to you again next week. And Jetna, make sure you do the dance when the song plays because Mr. Patel was doing it when, when the song was playing. So I want you to out dance him. Thank you and good night. I will. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Thank you. Mr. Mr. Jatin, your final thoughts? Yes, happy to be here today and uh, talking about those three legends today. It was uh, fun. And uh, mm-hmm. we got this uh, guest from the last, uh, all of a surprise, he was ready to come out. And I said, welcome aboard, you know. So thank you all for listening today. And I will definitely uh, try to come out to say hi, hello for a short time next week before my flight. But other than that, uh, I'll catch you in a full show two weeks later. Okay, thank Amen. you. Okay. Dennis, your final thoughts, sir. First one, one quick point, question. Yeah. One quick question to Virgil before I wrap up, and that is we're still waiting to hear the results of his match with his son. Say you forgot. <laughs> is, did they play the match or not, Virgil? <laughs> Time is oh, on us. It's gone? Yes. Is it? It's gone. Okay. Well, thank no, you he, to he, all the he, fellow fans. Go ahead. He's not gone, but he's, he's not responding. He's not, he's not responding. Huh? Well, I say thank you to all the panelists for their contribution today. We were duly um, informed and educated on three great Indian superstars. And thank you, Mr. Kuldeep, for uh, you know, sharing with us the work that he's doing uh, with the kids. And hopefully he can get through to... Uh, a lot more and improve this game and make it more popular. Once again, congratulations to all the, you know, fantastic things that's happened today. We say congrats to Trinidad, Italy, and of course, Djokovic and Barty. Thank you all, and I hope to see you and hear you next time we're here on the Cricket Show. Thanks to all the panelists. It was indeed a joy, a pleasure, and a privilege for me to be be hosting the, this show in particular with so many gifted individuals. I learn a lot, and I'm sure you would do likewise. Finally, we did touch down today on Sunil Gavaska, Surag Ganguly, and MS Dolly. And again, next couple of weeks, we'll be bringing the three W's from the West Indies. We're going to salute them. Indeed, they have gone past us but we will take time out to remember them and their records. Here is the song that we played for them earlier. I hope you folks can dance to it. I can't. Oh, <laughs> 